0: Hello, welcome. It's commentary time for Do You Expect Us To Talk? Uh, it is a lovely day outside, even though it's a pretty shit day overall. Uh, we are recording, of course, on uh, the the same day uh, that uh, Sir Roger Moore has passed away. Uh, so uh, we we're going to record this, ironically enough. At Sir Roger Moore Films for Eyes Only. And um, joining me as ever is Dave Bond and Rebecca Andrews. Hello. Good evening, folks. So Becca was actually quite chirpy. You know? <laughs> There's me <now> trying <laughs> that, to be yeah, dead chirpy, somber. And like, yeah, um, it's going to be a bit yeah, of a... Actually,
1: I'm, I'm crying inside <laughs> and outside. It's been a very sad day for us yeah. all here. at do to talk. Obviously huge Bond fans and huge fans of Sir Roger. So it's been a very tragic day indeed. And thoughts and prayers with his family at this time.
2: Leaves me in a slightly difficult position overall because I've never been the most complimentary about his James Bond Uh, But the thing I've always been consistent on, well, there's two things I've always been consistent on. Firstly, I think he's magnificent in the film we're going to cover tonight. And I mean that absolutely unreservedly. And the second thing is I've always really loved the guy. A lot of people are saying tonight about uh, I'm seeing people posting about memories of going to see him live. And I did about 18 months ago, I believe it was now. It was during the lifetime of this podcast I went to see him live and I think I mentioned it on an earlier show um, in relation to stories he told and their relevance to films in this series. Um, He is my favourite Bond actor. He just never was my favourite Bond. But what we have tonight is, I believe, his finest performance in the role.
0: Yeah, but basically he's the favourite person who's played Bond but not... Actually, your favourite Bond on screen.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think just just very quickly, I don't want to badmouth the other Bonds, and we are only going off perception. Things yeah. we've heard, things we've been told. You know, if, I mean, Beck has met Roger Moore briefly, and if I'd met him as well, it would have been quite unrepresentative because you meet him in a queue and he signs something, and that's about it. But for example, I think Sean Connery's a far, far better James Bond but all, you hear an awful lot of directors saying he was difficult to work with. You see interviews where he's being quite nasty. He seems to hold a grudge forevermore in terms of they can't get him to participate in anything Bond-related anymore. And what you've got, you know, by comparison with Roger Moore, is an absolute gentleman that I'm seeing story after story and have done for years, to be fair, that I've never read, oh, I met him, he was an asshole. Every single person I've ever read that that reports meeting him says what an absolute gentleman he was,
0: and that's what strikes me as well. He just comes across as like uh, like an actual genuine professional and a gentleman, like through and through. And even like that, I think he like as sad as it is these days is t- is to be admired. You know that that's, so that's someone who, in my view, has to be looked looked to the look you know someone to look up to. Um, and yeah. For me, it's like it's it's kind of similar to you, Debbie, I mean, I it's, it's weird because I, actually I grew up watching the Bond series, and I would say if you ask if you ask like a ten-year-old me, who my favorite was I'd probably go with Roger. Um, oh, I would have done it ten. Yeah, so really? I, so Roger always has a soft spot for me. Uh, you know, like yeah, I would never trash the, his his uh, version as Bond because. I've always got some enjoyment out of it. If I was being really hard, critique, I would say yes, he's probably one of the the least favorite, you know, least favorite, you know, you know kind of portrayal of the character. But he made it his own, and I've always had enjoyment from and from watching him, And it, I've had, you know, I can't sort of knock those memories of growing up. I mean, like I could even say he's part of the reason why I love Bond even now. So. And... He probably
2: is the reason I love Bond, I would yeah. think. I mean, I, yeah, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gravitated to Timothy Dalton in the same way at nine years of age, uh, as much as I might, you know, prefer his take now. He's he's quite an interesting sort of gateway for kids, because you think kids are all about, you know, you've got to have youth on screen and all the rest of it, but you don't care about that sort of thing when you're nine. Mm. You know, I went to see A View to a Kill, she had a 57-year-old 58 by the time it came out no was, he was still 57 a 57 year old leading man in it and at nine years old you don't watch it and go well he's too old you, you don't you I don't care think, about that, do you? No, I, I don't think i don't think the obsession with youth kicks in until you're a young adult yourself funnily enough um but uh, yeah as i say we're talking about an extremely nice man we're talking about a guy who was always a gentleman in interviews he was a fabulous storyteller um, he's one of the last of that sort of golden age of Hollywood and, and whilst there were bigger stars than him in that era in terms of diverse careers and everything else um, we've lost someone very very special as a storyteller and a man it should be just mentioned without over the guy that he was actually knighted for his charity work um, yeah not of, not, not, not this bullshit like <laughs> like knighthoods yeah. like you know I mean, it's not a question it's, uh, Chris, I'm not making a political point on honors generally, I'm just making the point that Roger yeah. Moore himself, were he still around, would um mark his most valuable contribution in life as UNICEF, and when you go to see him live, he finishes his show with a section on UNICEF so he knows people are there to see him talk about James Bond and he does a lot of talking about James Bond but you can tell his face lights up when he talks about UNICEF Um, and so yeah an all round good egg and for everything I've said about his bond certainly in the first few films I think he looked the part I think he certainly looked younger than his age most of the way through and a few times in this series he was terrific
0: I would say this, I mean, like, we might have a few laughs, shall we say.
2: And well, we've got to. You can't listen to two and a half hours of us going, I miss him so Yeah, I know.
0: Much. I know. But, you know, it's, I, I, you know, as as much as, like, today has been, you know, I, I think you know, it's very important to kind of, like, carry on regardless. Um, and
2: I. Yeah, for I, those of you listening to it in a week or two or, you know, can't place what day he actually died on or you're from another part of the world... We're also the day after the Manchester Arena bombing. Yeah. So uh, it's been a pretty dark. times at hours. the moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's been a bit of a funny day, um, but I think it's just a reminder that we need that we should, ought to carry on as if you know this was normal. We were going to do this anyway, regardless. We It's just yeah, a complete... yeah. Really? So it it's just yeah. a bit of a funny like <laughs> oh okay well this has a bit more heightened meaning now and.
2: Um, I, just as a point of order. Um, just to, to clue you in We sat down to record um, Creed last night The last of our Rocky shows And due to technology The recording failed uh, And we'd recorded nearly all of it as well uh, Not to worry, we'll do it again But what we didn't want to do Was record it two nights in a row Because you'll say something and you'll say, did I say that last night? Or have I said that already? (laughs) I don't want to repeat ourselves. Wanted to leave a couple of days. So we said, well, let's do the Bond commentary. So last night, while Roger Moore was alive and we didn't know anything about him being unwell, we said, OK, and it's my turn anyway. I'd swapped my choices because it was going to be my second commentary film. uh, But I watched The World Is Not Enough about two and a half months ago and really had a bad time with it. And I thought, I'm not ready to watch it again. So I chose this film ready to watch tonight, and of course this has happened today. I'm only pleased I've I've chosen the one I really, really like. I think, had I chosen Octopussy tonight, we'd have had to swap (laughs) them. Oh dear.
0: I don't think you'd ever choose Octopussy.
3: No, I don't think you'd ever choose that. It it would
2: just be, well no, but it would be inappropriate, because like Chris says, we got to carry on regardless, and, we, and the somber mood will disappear, and we will take the piss out of Roger during this during this if there's something to take the piss out of. Probably because the this is more than this is a commentary that people are still going to be listening to long after the pain of him passing away has passed. But as a baseline before we start, if you go back to our original commentary, we were all extremely complimentary to this film and to Roger Moore in this film.
0: Yeah, it's my favourite. Uh... It is my favorite uh, film with him as Bond. Is I think it's his best performance as Bond. And, I agree. And I think, as much as we may take the piss out of his acting a uh, little bit, you can, you know, I think there's absolutely no denial, you know, it's it's you can't deny the fact that Roger Moore was a genuine movie star. You know, he had on-screen charisma by the bucketload. Yeah, huge
2: screen presence. Um, and really yeah. comp- you've only got to compare him to someone like Piers Brosnan to see that.
0: I think he, even if like even if he like was on film like in his like later years, like a year or so ago, he'd still have something about him. You know. You know what I mean? He'd still have like that that kind of thing. A lot where... of it's
2: the voice. Yeah. I've always envied that voice. Yeah, you uh, immediately
1: know, you know, even if you can hear him before you see him, you immediately know who it is. And it's you know really re- as well.
0: Um. It's kind of like Sly, isn't it? Sly is very like, Ugh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching. I remember watching, uh, sure, I remember watching uh, the uh, Guardians two, and uh, I'm like you can hear Sly before he's actually on screen. <laughs> you yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, there he is. <laughs>
1: You recognise like the pitch and and tone of the voice, and you think, oh, you know that's Sly, or in this case, oh, that's Sir Roger. It, it, but, can, um, it can make me I, thinking,
0: I think... like if I was like in a, in, a pl- in a public place, and I heard that, I'd be like, oh my god, Sly's around the corner. <gasps> like, <then it's> like, <laughs> so it kind of, but uh, yeah, Roger Moore definitely had that kind of that kind of thing. He had the charisma. He had, of course, he had his, his tw- like the eyebrow that that was like a, a common yeah, thing. Trademark. For him. Yeah,
2: trademark. Um, yeah, and he made fun of it all.
0: Yeah. It's
1: he, he very know, so, self, self-deprecating as well, and he kind of, he, you know, he's quite cheeky in a sense of humour. Yeah. And you know, it's he, 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 he could tell that he really revelled in it. He really enjoyed it, um, and was also very—he's very modest as well. Despite being this big movie star, he always kind of played it down, and you know, it was, it was he very described modest
2: himself. Back. As uh, he described himself as the fourth best James Bond.
0: Oh,
2: and I don't actually agree with his order by any means. But I just think to just publicly where, where, where say that.
0: When was that? that? Was that was only four bonds, or when he said? No, that? no,
2: that's that's since Daniel Craig's been in the role.
0: Okay, so it was like before. I'd like to know these other rankings.
2: His, his favourite James Bond is Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Second was um, Connery. Third, you won't believe. Broson. He... No. George? Yeah, George. He uh... thinks he's better than Tim and Pierce. Now, I'm not so sure on 10, for obvious reasons. I think I'm slipping towards... The thing is, we're going to watch a really great film tonight, and there's a couple of others in these canon that fall into that category. And whilst I know Goldeneye has its defenders, I don't think Pierce Brosnan ever did a great Bond film.
0: No, he came... You know, he came kind of close. He, he, he had moments, he, you know, he, he had like...
2: Scenes, bits.
0: <laughs> you burned me. You uh, would <laughs> <laughs> That gets Is that... more Welsh at the to do <laughs> it? I'll send it to him to... 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 by the end of it. In a, in a minute, I'll be going out and buying a bag of fucking leeks or something. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's almost on level, like, it's about to get a bit nasty.
2: Uh... Yeah. yeah. Sort of broad lilies. <laughs> uh, dear. Oh, dear. All the bad Welsh
1: things up, you know. Well, there's
2: no point living if you can't feel alive. <laughs> i I
0: can't i can't wait to get to that film
2: uh well we 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 weren't gonna do it tonight but i changed my mind and and actually i think with the events of today we would have changed it anyway
0: yeah i think it was fitting so uh so should we just crack on then let's
2: crack on one off
0: let's crack one off then watch the film uh right okay so it's uh... whatever
1: you guys do it's you know it's uh... to yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, just just give me like you know uh, what a minute, and then I'll, uh... I literally <laughs> like to share <laughs> <That's> the <quick>. love <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it only takes a minute. Uh, yeah. So <laughs>
1: there's a song about that isn't there
0: <laughs> there, is. Um, there is. So it's business as usual. We're on the initiate mission on the Blu-ray. Uh, for anyone wants to join us watching the film, of course we will talk as much as we possibly can. Regardless, if you want to just just not bother watching it. And uh, so is everyone ready? I'm ready. So on three, I will press initiate mission on three. One, two, three. Okay. Right. I see the lion. Got
1: I, bet the,
2: I bet the lion's dead as well by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the same lion, he's just. <laughs> Over hundred
2: years old. No. Yeah. actually, they've have gone through a few. Um, they have gone through a few
0: lines.
2: That one's a Leo.
0: What, what they, um, were they called? Anything else as well?
2: Well, they all yeah, they've all got different identities. The MGM line, over the years, but it's been Leo for decades now. Oh, there's oh, the, there's I've the flared. The su- I've put the subtitles on, and they're Rogers. I'm gonna have to change it back to the film. Keep going. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. The subtitles of his commentary. The <laughs> of no, that. I've done
1: the same. <laughs> Dope. Oh, we've been there.
2: I thought this... Where is it?
1: Um, it's this famous church. No, actually. Oh, brilliant!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a what? Uh, so, um, Saint
1: Giles. Um, but literally, it's a stone's throw from um, Stoke Poges, um, golf course. So literally, if you're obviously where they filmed Goldfinger, um, and literally from from the golf course. You can you can see St. John's Church um, and vice versa, which I think is incredible.
2: i I, I think I said this during the review. Yeah, it's just
1: like Poges, he's telling you.
2: I don't <laughs> what I don't get with this is they need to find Bond. When Bond isn't on a mission, he's normally shagging somewhere. And there they've actually called the church. What made them go, well, where's Bond? I'll call the vicar.
0: I imagine it must be like—is it an anniversary of of his wife's death, baby? I mean, that's, that's what
2: you must think. That's what I must think. It must be. Now, I like this film, but I don't really like the pre-title very much.
1: Now, did Did we ever find out if this priest was good or bad? No.
2: doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I I, I, do, I do kind of like the. He has a like um, a British horror quality to it. You know, just seeing him like do that cross. But I think it's just like it could be generally just like giving him a, a prayer, as in the fact that he's getting a helicopter.
2: Yeah, yeah I think I've, th- I've always thought that's what it was.
0: Yeah, it was just like a, a non- anonymous kind of like Roman.
2: There's Blofeld with his uh, activity centre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tommy activity
2: centre. Yeah. Or oh, is it Fisher Price? One of the Fisher thing. Price. No, it might we Fisher Price. We'll stick. We'll stick with Tommy because other I've children's
1: brands stick. are available.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, oh, that's a bit of a CGI uh, lightning or oh, electricity.
1: There we go. Oh, now where them.
2: they end up flying is largely where the O two arena is now, which was well, also known as the Millennium Dome.
1: I was going to say, geez, when <laughs> that when it first opened, oddly enough, in two thousand.
2: Oh, you were the one.
1: Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> me and my family. <laughs>
2: That's just how nice you are. You're just like, you, you know, no, no one wants to go because it'll be shit. And, and you've got Becca going, oh, it'll probably be all right.
0: The, the, the thing with the Millennium Dome is it just seems like even more of a shit idea With hindsight. You think, why?
3: There's
1: random bits of art there. Like, I remember there was this one, like, giant model of, of a boy. Um, and I think that that was, you know, an answer to a question that nobody asked. Um, and there was another thing i remember was like the world's longest piece of music or something that was that was still being still being created and still being composed and i was just like what why you they know did,
2: they had no idea what they wanted to do with it other than we must mark the millennium yeah, we must mark it, somehow, urban regeneration or summit yeah, yeah.
1: the feed was quite expensive it wasn't that great um yeah apart from that Where it
2: was the O 2 is great
1: yeah, the A2 now is fantastic. Lots of, you know, it's a really it's, great venue.
2: It's
0: got a cinema there as well and everything, so. Yep, yeah, cinema, lots of bars,
1: restaurants, Well, shops.
2: I haven't been in the main O2 arena, but I know what it looks like. I've been in the Indigo 2, which is like a little theatre within there. Oh, I've but not been there. Heard lo- quite it's good. got loads of It's got loads of little bars and nightclubs and restaurants and a cinema. And you can
1: scale it as well, can't you? You can go, is it up at the A2? Um, I,
2: I don't know that. And you <laughs> can do, um,
1: like, what's it called? Not like abseiling, but you can scale it. Okay. I don't think it I It's very
0: really cool. Some, some people have done it. And funnily, funnily enough, this uh, film was scored by uh, Bill Conti, who uh, did the Rocky stuff. See, think so Roger could even just jump off there. I he, know, he, it wasn't. good. could. It was like, all, oh shit, I could just, just jump off, go like, a yeah, but it was, but by by the, the, oh shit. Yeah, but by, <laughs>
2: the time Roger, by the time Roger goes, yeah, but that's a four feet drop, get me a stuntman,
0: it's too late. <laughs> okay, well his stuntman could have done it, but you know what I mean, like in terms of his character. I bet he's kicking himself there, though. No? I think Bond's, like, thinking... Oh, shit. What, what if that pilot was just, like, stunned? <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 he, was,
0: he, was, he was just unconscious. Like, oh, right? shit! So he didn't even check if he was alive, did he? He's just like, oh, No, he didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's kind of, like, funny. we just coming off the uh, the Rocky films, and we're going straight to a uh, Bill Conti film as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You can't hear him.
2: This will be released early... Because we want it close to um, what what's happened and the events as a little tribute to him, I suspect we may end up numbering it in the right order and everything else. I mean, I'm, just,
0: I'm tempted just to release it, just yeah. to you know, just because of the timing. Just...
2: Yeah, we'll release it. I mean, it may still be numbered episode seventy-five, and you know, because Rocky may still make reference to this just for long-term sort of. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But just for long-term sort of numbering and all the rest of it, we'll figure it out. But we have to re-record Creed anyway.
1: I really think the music is, is growing on me. Unfortunately, I was so against it before, oh, obviously I love having the, been into Rocky. I'd be sort of like, <laughs> it does really sound just like no 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 it's like,
2: oh my god! But it's, it's growing for sure. Oh, it does. It gets a right. It, it's a right earworm. Most of it.
0: it yeah. yeah, earworm. It it, it it's the wah wah pedal that I like. <laughs> yeah, it's all about that wah wah.
2: This is incredible aim when you it think could of
3: be about
2: it. <laughs> you Imagine if he just sort of glanced off the side. Yeah, no,
0: smack, <laughs> smacked his head and he goes like, right. go. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> "Oh, I, I only hope there's a pop star of the day to, to sing <laughs> to us. I
1: wonder who that could be.
0: Do we know who was the eruption? Or was it, it was going to be uh, Blondie, wasn't it?
2: Blondie, yeah.
0: That oh, would have been interesting.
2: Well, actually, I think it was Debbie Harry, and she said, no, the band, come with me. <laughs> do they now? We with it, oh, they... do
0: they? And, and then then, we, then, you have I uh, I can't talk. They've, have you heard the uh, the Blondie song that they were going to Yeah, do? it's not that good. No. I mean, most of them um, are kind of crap. I think like I would the ones... prefer on, on
2: paper, I would have preferred Blondie, but actually, the end result is better.
0: Would you prefer um, uh, Radiohead for their take on the Bond on Spectre? <laughs>
2: See, I like Radiohead, but I did not like their take on Spectre at all.
0: It was just like, oh, you've done your typical regular Radiohead stuff. It doesn't yeah.
1: sound, yeah, it's, it's very typical what Radiohead did, but I think, I'm sorry, but I, I'm, I'm going to defend that because I'm a Sam Smith fan. But I'm, you know, Radiohead fan as well, but I think I would prefer Sam Smith in that
2: respect. Um, yeah, I didn't like the Radiohead song very much, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I don't like Radiohead... As they are currently, I just think they're just. Starting... Well,
2: Radiohead were fantastic through about fifteen, sixteen years ago.
0: The
1: the sound was so was quite new, quite groundbreaking as well, mm. wasn't it? it? was quite different. Mm. So what was going on at the time.
2: But yeah, so what what's the theme here then? Water. Robert really thinks water. about Water
3: lips. <laughs> <laughs> water
2: water lips.
3: Yeah. Wet
1: like kisses. Naked, um, naked, <laughs> naked
0: women with guns. lips. <laughs> and Sheena Easton. Easton. Yes.
1: Being very slinky.
2: It's just bizarre, all of this now. This. It's a bit psychedelic, is... isn't it? she's just not that famous. Her fame hasn't endured down the decades.
1: No, she, yeah, she was obviously the big star of the day. I thought, right, let's get her in.
2: Yeah. Very
1: fine musician. Right.
0: Yeah, well, I wonder if people feel the same way about Sam Smith. Hmm. Yeah, in 20
2: years' oh, time. Do you
0: remember?
2: Oh, I loved it when he sang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Money laughs> my Money my <laughs> That's my Sam Smith. <laughs> he should impression. have got Terrence's bit of impression. thing to do it.
2: Arse <laughs> oh, is one? on fire, yeah.
3: Hey, hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's the fart solo, was the best <laughs> bit.
0: It takes skill, doesn't oh. it? Yeah.
2: Oh. So many of these people are gone now, aren't they? I mean, you, we're going to see somebody I can't put. Point, everybody's put, gone. Well, John Glenn's still alive. He's 85 now, though. No,
3: he's still
2: going. At uh, like, everybody obviously. is
3: dead, Dave.
2: We're going to see Countess Liesel later, who was Pierce Brosnan's first wife. She died <laughs> very young.
1: No, that was sad. I noticed mean, slipping, so is your accent. And that's probably one of my favourite Roger lines as well. There's a thing on, on Facebook today by um, John Wood I believe, and he's like, "Okay, so this is very sad times. What is your favourite Roger line?" Um, so I'll, I'll put it to you guys. What is your favourite Roger Moore Bond quote from the series?
2: So does England?
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Chris, um, what about you? Your favourite line? I don't know. The first first one that key, that stands out to me is keeping the British end up. Um, yeah, that's
1: a perennial favourite, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I was never. But thinking I, of it. I, I, the
2: other one I love will shock you because it's from Octopussy. Oh, go on then. Where he says, no, ma'am, I'm with the economy tour. No, ma'am, I'm with the economy tour. <laughs> no, the economy tour. <laughs> That's really funny. I f- <laughs> the funny thing is, I mentioned bloody, it, to it to Octopussy, and I was in such a negative mood on the night, I didn't even mention that line, but it is like one of my favourite Roger Moore lines. Mm. But I didn't often find him... I don't, uh, let's put it a better way. I didn't find many of the lines they gave him that funny, but that line was funny.
1: No, he did The way it he delivered, way. So,
2: does, so does England. That just, oh, fucking
1: brilliant. No. But one of my favourites is um, from Spy. I think it was like, can you swim? And then the other one is, all these feathers and you still can't fly.
2: I just feel like some of those lines were a little bit overthought, you know? No, I just think they're funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: you, you also got like, um, um, speak now or forever hold your peace. That's quite, that's quite mm-hmm. a good one.
2: Yeah, that's
1: quite sort of very Fleming-esque lines.
2: Oh, that was a Tom Bankowitz line.
1: Okay, uh, it make, makes a point, so no pun intended.
2: Uh, so here we go. This is where the Tommy Activity Centre running joke came from.
1: <laughs> well, this is 1980s technology now, isn't it? So I,
2: know.
1: I think I might be using a computer similar to that at school. <laughs> do you think they actually do?
2: Was... I mean, the, the... look at it. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> you, can <laughs> imagine, you can imagine him opening a tin and when he slams it, and the thing falls off the top like an "Are you know, served?" <laughs>
1: I can't even remember, when I first started working at a high street stationer, the Tills looked a bit like that.
2: <laughs> oh. Do you think we're the BBC or something back then? No. Robbie's going, when, I, when, I, when I drank that commercial beverage... <laughs> oh, dear. Which high street stationers was it? Ryman's? No,
1: it's was Smith. Oh, dear.
2: It's more than just a station. Well, no,
1: somebody might be listening and go, hmm, we should offer them, you know, an advertisement deal.
2: Exactly, so name them. <laughs> it's no the point saying high street stationer and someone high up in Smith goes, I bet that's us. Let's send them some stuff.
1: Yeah, but Vita's phones up and goes, right, I've got a good deal for you.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, dear.
0: Good job was some Woolworths, then.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's making a comeback, I
2: think, isn't it? Eventually. I think they're online. They're online, been yeah. Online for a while. Will How would you get your pick and mix online?
0: That's gotta be fucking <laughs> Good. <laughs> I know. I just go to um, what's what's the other one now? Uh, Wilkerson's. There you are. Get your pick and mix from there. Good
3: old Wilkes. It's quite it's quite a
0: horrible way to die. That scene really, just like drow- being drowned alive.
1: No, I wouldn't.
0: I'd say that'd be horrible. <sighs> oh, there's no M, so just a bunch of people sitting around.
2: Yeah, uh, taken probably... Well, I don't know if he was still alive at the point where they filmed this scene, but Bernard Lee got, uh, uh, yeah, died during the filming of this. Yeah,
1: his. didn't he? Bless him. What sitcom was he in? I can't remember.
2: He was in Waiting for God.
1: Waiting for God, that was it.
2: With um, Stephanie Cole.
1: Yes, very funny.
2: <laughs> it was okay. Oh, look at this. Oh, <laughs> Sat down, letting the blood flow gently back to his penis, ready for another. <laughs> <cut>. <laughs> oh
3: is that a red receiver a or or are you just pleased to see me?
1: <laughs> Google on the back phone.
0: She doesn't seem actually that like, um, like, displaced, like, oh gosh, fuck this guy. She seems quite kind of like, yeah, okay. No, she's fine with it.
2: You don't know what the sort of. You yeah, don't know what, he might be really you what good. do interview's like do you. Yeah, and he might be brilliant. <laughs> I mean, he sat down all the time. He must have been so tons of pleasure.
0: Maybe that's why he has to sit down all the time, because he's just, like, too busy. Shagging away.
3: Give us a kiss.
0: Give us a kiss. Oh, there's that parrot.
2: Yeah, Max. You
1: like a bit of the parrot. Do you? Which bit? The bit where he goes Give us
2: a kiss. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Some top dialogue. <laughs>
1: Children's favorite. <laughs> oh, come on. I
0: like how the plane actually, the plane actually's she's... like sort of designed like a taxi as well.
2: Yeah, she's actually made Quite a ostentatious entrance there, isn't she? Really, hmm. it's not like she's rowed out from the shore. It's like here I am.
0: <laughs> Look, Dad, I, I, I bought you a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I was, I was only hoping for socks. <laughs> Hello. It was Mary. I'm to shoot
1: you later.
2: Yeah, oh. she's one of those Bond girls that I think, as a kid, you don't see any great warmth in her, so you kind of don't gravitate towards her. But I think she... she's one of the more interesting of this era. Yeah, I mean, she's,
0: she's, kind of she's, she's smiling, smiling there, so. But, yeah. but in fairness, she's not really going to be a happy character, is she?
2: No.
1: She does spend most of the film being depressed. Well, considering you know her parents killed, but you just think, smile, you know.
2: Uh, that's got me right browned off. That has. <laughs> <laughs>
1: At the same time obviously you've got a sense, because a lot of the times in Bond films we see obviously going off on a sort of personal vendetta and to have a Bond girl who kind of has that same motivation as well, I think it's it's quite rare for the series. Oh, he's gonna kill us!
0: Like game console (laughs) control. It is a little
1: bit, isn't it, unfortunately, with a joystick. Is it Amstrad or Commodore?
0: Uh, I don't know, just just standard one, I think. <laughs> Was it, how many often do you see blood in a in a film? No, you don't.
2: Well, you Very did, in, you did in Doctor No, funnily enough, you Red did in some of the earlier ones.
1: No, so, you, you you rarely see it.
2: This never happened to the other
1: fella. <laughs> it's never happened to the other girl. Oh my god!
2: It's just, it just really breaks the fourth wall there. <laughs> oh,
1: <many penny.
2: laughs> money, penny, money, <laughs> penny, <laughs> range, I know One's
1: arriving any minute, must freshen up. Still kind of. Like she
0: looks like. She just looks like someone's grand, though, that's the thing. That's
2: what I'm. Aww. Oh,
1: like. uh, don't i Penny. I'm... Yeah, but they're all too <laughs> old!
2: Well done, it. A feast for my eyes. No. What about the
1: rest
2: of you? mm. Perhaps I'll be and Perhaps it was please a fist in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, what can I do? About what?
1: No, I had uh, technical issues technical difficulties then. Okay. I seem to have fixed them now.
2: Alright, well done. Oh, it's gotta uh-huh. be serious. Freddie Gray stood up. <laughs> A-tack? Yeah, I know everything about that. It's, it's <laughs> the frequency, this is what it does, and it all this. And uh, it looks like a Tomy activity centre.
0: <laughs> I kind of like that. It's just like uh, excuse, like, a bit of an exposition, isn't it, to you know, Roger Moore yeah. just to rattle off a bunch of information. It's puzzle, exposition. Yeah.
1: I wonder if there's anything that Bond doesn't know about. Tell us about the latest villain three four. what do you know about him? Uh, pfft, fuck all,
0: you know? <laughs> well, completely different film series, so... Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, you
1: we know. don't
2: need to know that. <laughs> what do you mean, Moriarty? I don't know what the fuck you're on about. I <laughs> <laughs> thought that was a poor
0: choice. Is, isn't he a villain in uh, Sherlock Holmes? It's in a Austin Powers
3: movie? Oh!
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure Agent Powers will be... Uh...
3: Yeah, we'll that oh that's the title of the
0: film look! <laughs> Is it isn't that like a law somewhere or like there's some people who when you go see a film like as soon as the title's mentioned they stand up applaud and leave. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I've always he- I've always heard that there's like certain That must s- be shit
2: in the Rocky series. <laughs> it comes like scrolling across the front and they walk right out. But I always thought
0: it was weird because you just wasted of money on a cinema ticket to go and see like what half a film or a third of a film or something.
2: Does that count for porn as well? (laughs) Sticking in my ass. (laughs) Shit, that's the name of the film, (laughs) good night. Good night.
0: I would know. No, nope, nor would I.
1: <laughs> really? Oh, Such a cool car, shame you had to blow it up.
2: Oh, that, that gives it away! Right, spoiler alert! But, hang on a minute.
0: Yeah, the amount of times you has to like go underwater as well, you know.
2: Yeah. That's what you want, yeah. I suppose that that's vaguely camouflaging that cla- that cardigan.
0: <laughs> is it a cardigan or is it like a, a light jacket? I think
2: it's a cardigan. I'm oh look, octagonal glasses. <laughs> what is that? I was just mimicking the oh, quality of Bond's eyesight there.
1: It was the fashion in
2: steel blue. eyes.
1: Nice. <laughs> the fashion in the time.
2: Yeah, but look, you can see it from that distance.
0: Incredible!
2: Do <laughs> the exact colour of his eyes.
0: Oh no, he's got his binoculars there. That's why. Yeah, no, but it. that's
2: that's through that's meant to be through the binoculars. Look, like, <laughs> it's not giving him that much of an advantage.
1: He's a secret agent. What do you expect?
2: Secret
0: agent man. So intimidating in there with those trunks, isn't he?
2: I know. In that era, it must have been dodgy if you had a big dick because they didn't cover much did they
1: i just took a sip of water then it nearly came right out
0: why really only <laughs> <he> splattered everywhere
2: <laughs> yeah
0: no it's, it's a it's a light jacket
2: she had a drink of water and my dick nearly came right out <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not what it meant no i think um daniel craig has those shorts well, it take, away. take him away, take him away.
0: They're very unconvincing death Wait, why, up. why is he like in charge of shit? Like he's meant to be just a hitman, isn't
2: he? Uh Gonzalez, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah he's quite
1: Well no, he's just been, been paid up. for
2: it. He's obviously he's obviously paid quite a lot of money for
0: his services. Yeah. Oh look at that. There
1: you go. Choo oh. <laughs> <jump>. <Excuse laughs> me.
0: What what's oh. the, what, what, what's the other thing they say on the trip? It's like he goes, move, move, <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
3: move. Look at this! Look
2: at this! Look at this! Oh, look at
3: that! <laughs>
2: it's good the job. Man, the it's most good. manly parasol actions.
0: Good job! It's bulletproof that uh, umbrella as well. <laughs> he, he uses what's around
1: him rather than having like a, a gadget from Q Branch, He just uses his surroundings. Really good example of Bond being resourceful.
2: Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> you probably you probably found that cardigan in the field.
0: <laughs> or it from one of the guards, yawn. I will go You missed the the Mary Poppins reference as well. Oh yeah, Mary Poppins y'all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Electra. That's not her name. But... She she's quite striking though.
2: <laughs> she is, but she's not called Electra.
1: <laughs> no, but she because like you know she says that like Electra she is half Greek
0: though for uh, a determined woman she's literally just gone like okay, I'll come this random guy. This <laughs> man <laughs> I've yeah, never but,
2: met. Yeah, but he's sexy. <laughs> here, nice we go. here we go, an anti theft device. Go on, Bob <laughs> Obviously a model. Right, okay, well that's him ruined. Okay, in <laughs> we get then. <laughs> Why fit that on the fucking car? Oh.
0: Maybe, maybe that is the uh, that sticker is the anti burger device. You're like, oh, let's not go there. Cause
2: it's yeah, but that means if that means if a car sort of sideswipes you on the <laughs> road, <laughs> <it's>
0: just <laughs> blow up. Do you see Do you reckon Daniel Craig get away with getting one of these now?
1: Nah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Why not? Not gritty and real enough.
0: I don't. Know, have you seen Spectre?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, I, I what, 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 where is where is the sort of foot wide mo- mobile wardrobe was <laughs> 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 very similitude? I think I'll have a knitted tie for the next scene. <laughs>
1: This is quite a cool car chase.
2: It's all right, actually. They make the best of what they have.
0: I mean, this is always like the serious Bond uh, project. Well, actually, no. To be fair, there are some serious moments in this. Right in this first two ones, wasn't there?
2: Yeah, yeah, there
1: are. All... I think this is probably like most Fleming-esque. I would say Obviously, Bond. Is this Roger's name for you know bringing more like levity to
2: the Bond more character. More Fleming-esque than him wearing like flowers around his neck and going,
1: Rupees! <laughs> I'll keep him in gory. Um, mm. Just in terms of tone.
2: Oh, definitely. Florida well, I say God definitely only in that it's nowhere near as humorous. But the the Fleming Bond's a bit of a bastard. It's probably probably the man with the golden guns closer in terms of the portrayal of the man. Sure. Well obviously
1: it was a scene later on, obviously where he, where he pushes luck off you know off the edge of a cliff and it's just like you can you can see Sean doing that, you can see Tim doing that.
2: Yeah, Roger did shocking. do it and we still can't see him doing it.
1: Well no, but I'm just saying it's quite shocking, you know, having had that.
2: Roger Moore complained about that though. He didn't yeah, like have that. And he still doesn't. He still raises it in the in his shows. Well it's still passed away, obviously, but oh. until recently when he was doing his shows, he was still raising that as something he really hated doing.
1: No. Oh, God.
2: Hey, would tension get into you a bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, God! I just can't get over the score. Oh, my God.
0: I liked how they packed in that car.
1: Uh, yeah, it was squeezed in. No, it's quite a tense chase, though, so...
2: You'd think that car would be flipped quite easily. Yeah. It's the weight in it, is
1: Like a Mini or something, but crushed on impact. Yeah. It's quite robust, though
3: back
0: towards quickly. Oh dear. I do love the 70s style like facial hair and... Uh. Mm.
3: woohoo!
2: Still the winter sports music that I love. Mm.
0: Yep. <laughs> favourite part oh. of the score. That citron is ruined. Smurished. Still doing quite well though.
1: I think my gobbum had I don't know what she drives now, she lives in France, but um, I think she drove a blue one, blue 2CV. It's quite cool from what I remember.
2: Well, if it was a 2CV, the chances of it being quite cool.
1: Oh okay. no, I just remember thinking it was quite cool, <laughs> because it, had very, really? it was very odd shape. Okay. I
2: was quite young at the time. I always thought they looked horrible. I remember as a kid, there were quite a lot of them around. Yeah,
3: just unusual. like, oh, that's horrible. Yeah.
2: Little did I know James Bond was making them cool.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> in his cardigan.
0: Did he just knock over That's a bunch of conkers? One of my is that conkers? I don't know. Was it olives?
2: This is me in action scenes. I wanted it to end about two minutes ago. I don't <laughs> mind action, but it's just been going on too long now.
0: It is a bit of a long one,
2: so... Well, oh. things It always seems longer when you, like, got the sound off. I know, I know that, yeah. Because it's never bothered me when yeah, I am it. collecting olives. Uh, those are Conkers, I think. Are they Conkers? So.
1: Conkers are olives.
0: I just love a good drive in a country, don't you? Yeah,
1: that, probably that is one of my favourite lines.
0: She actually gets a what smile of Bond? her there as well. My name is Bond. We are defeated. Well. Do you honestly think that's his best delivery of the, of the, uh, the line? My name is uh, Bond.
1: I quite like the one in Living and like Die. The ladies, like the big pause between Bond and James Bond.
2: Yeah, that's undermined a bit by the fact that no one in that building gives a fuck who he is. But it was Bond, James Bond. And it's like, so, (laughs) he'd live and let die. So is that a cardigan or a jacket? It's a jacket. Right.
0: An olive jacket. Yeah. Going very casual there. It's very casual for Roger.
2: I know.
1: He's quite casual in this film,
0: isn't he? Well, you know he's going gritty in this one, isn't
3: he? He is.
2: I'm only surprised he didn't wear a wife beater.
3: <gasps> oh.
2: He could have made Die Hard obsolete eight years before it came along. Seven years before it came along.
0: <laughs> oh, can you imagine Die Hard starring Roger Moore? <laughs> yeah, very different. <laughs>
2: What do you think? I'm, I'm ordering a pizza?
3: <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> yippee ki mm. motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't imagine him saying
0: that. Again. I was more a Roy Rogers man myself. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. That's gonna mm. that's gonna be me for the rest of the episode. I'm just gonna be sort of doing I intended to say. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just gonna do like John McClane quotes, but don't don't us watch all. <laughs> I can't I'm imagine
2: it if stood in the third one stood in like New York wearing like r- racial slurs around his neck. <laughs> Right here we go. Watch this. Busy working day. They're all just busy. <laughs> they're they're all testing things exactly as he arrives.
0: What good's that it's umbrella when the blade stops short of the neck? Yeah, it's like, actually doing damage? It it's like, oh, that kind of is a
2: bit annoying. That's a bit it awkward. Scraped, it scraped me slightly. So that started at somewhere about 30 and a half minutes. Let's see where it ends, this scene where everything gets shut up immediately.
0: Everyone's going like, quick he's, quick, he's going to the room. Let's, all Let's just play do one. Let's all just do one. <laughs>
2: Oh, he's going to do some tumble drying.
0: <laughs> tumble drying. Oh
1: dear.
0: Oh. Well, it's these days, you just, do, do it, uh, just use a laptop now, wouldn't you?
2: Probably. God, oh, Look at those fucking graphics!
1: <laughs> I like the part goes <laughs> no it's a not a banana. <laughs> i
2: think that was really fun that's not a banana cube oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: get got
2: move on is this scene not fast moving enough the whole office closes in about a minute everyone's booked Have off by now of i know this is this plays as real time <laughs> right there's no way they've been <laughs> in there for
3: hours <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> give gives a guess It's very too London. Blue steel. <laughs> Let's get out there in the morning. he's in there all night. <laughs> see, like you see, Evans buggered off of, now.
2: Eventually wins by like a walk off.
1: I hope Sharon gets paid overtime for this.
2: Uh, their coats are We are two minutes into this scene.
0: Fucking <laughs> 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 <Bloody> hell. <laughs> And also, like, there's a reason why the in whole... In reality, the
2: computer wouldn't have fucking booted up in this time, would
0: it? <laughs> it like, it's a reason why the whole room's gone, like, red, as if it's, like, a dark room, but yet she just walks us in. Yeah, yeah that was weird, wasn't it? It's not That's <laughs> light. Not What's going on
3: there? So, you say,
2: well, I, you know, i just, yeah. perhaps it's you Perhaps it's sentient and it's using all its power and personality to generate that picture. <laughs>
3: You He's never see any
2: evidence that his bosses do anything with that information. like I just Bye. thought I'd tell you. Alright, brilliant.
3: <laughs>
0: <It looks laughs> right, we'll get on it then. I suppose it's just like common practice to, to, to report in because, say, oh, like, no, say, 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 if Bong actually got killed, like, they can actually hand over, like, oh well, they found a lead on Locke. not, you know. It's. And, and it's the next double, I guess.
2: The to you to lock up. I like, they were in there three minutes in total.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the blue actually looks really good, actually.
2: Oh, it does. This is a nice transfer.
0: The
1: scene looks very beautiful.
2: Yeah. <sighs> oh, that, ja- that
0: jacket does look warm.
2: Ferrara. The man with his finger on the pulse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he knows what's going introduces on. Introduces
2: him to the lead villain and recommends him.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> then gets murdered. Yeah. What Both thanking in Italian. I don't think this uh, subtitle writer's a fucking linguist.
1: No, and then they say speaks a language. It's like, oh, I'm sure like can only watch the DVD with the subs you know it tells you what it is in Italian or like in the you know, twice it tells you what it is in Japanese or something I
2: don't really mind that much you know
1: we I'm up to, you know.
0: Ooh, very sneaky what a trendy jacket that is
1: it's like the blue jumpsuit rather than the yellow banana jumpsuit
2: it's not really a jumpsuit, is it? Oh no, um,
1: ski
2: suit. <laughs> How incognito does this guy look? <laughs> you imagine him, I always imagine him speaking, I know he's Italian, but I always imagine him speaking like the fucking policeman from Allo Allo.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good morning. I shall say this only Vince. Oh no, that was the other lady. <laughs>
0: yeah. listen, listen very carefully, I shall say this only advance.
1: Only once, and yeah, and she says it many times.
0: Like, oh. <laughs> oh! I just love the fact that, like, sort of just named the the, the Italian Luigi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> stereotypical at all? Yeah. could to called him Mario. Mario <laughs> time! Wahoo!
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Waiting for us at the Olympic ice rink. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you really needed this guy. He just points you straight to the, like, one of the most famous, richest people in town. Mm, there he is. He was the lead villain. Brilliant.
0: I think he was so close to being brilliant. All oh, right, you're after this guy. Oh, I'll lead straight to him. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, I don't actually realise I'm doing it.
2: You know, with that styling, with and give him another ten years, and he could have been advertising KFC.
0: <laughs> well, he's doing it now. It's a, uh, it's a uh, Rob Lowe now, isn't it?
2: Well, Rob Lowe is 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 Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Really? Yeah yeah. It doesn't, yeah, that that sounds the obvious casting. I
1: didn't know that. Yeah, okay. they,
0: they've been changing um, actors for the past few years. I think it was a uh, Norm MacDonald before. Or did that did it and then I never did that. that. Okay. It, it's more in the states, it's like the adverts in the states they have like like actors who played Kill Sanders. Fair enough. So well it, it should have been um Do
2: you know what I really regret bringing that up now? <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> Well done for no. sucking all the humour out of me. <laughs> Snort. I'm pooped. There's some Bondian dialogue.
0: <laughs> some gel bait right there. Oh
3: dear.
2: Yeah. dear. I mean, the actress was about the same age as um, the one playing Melina. So, I mean, she is about 24, but... She doesn't put twenty-three, something like that, but she plays nothing like it.
0: How old is she meant to be in this? Is she, is she like nineteen
2: or seventeen? Uh, I mean, going on about the most figure skaters aren't that old, aren't they? It's a bit like gymnastics that way. I don't know. I mean he doesn't shag her, so you think, well she's probably gotta be underage or close to. And would a twenty four year old going, you know, be going, he still thinks I'm a virgin. It's not really relevant when you're 24, is it? No.
0: How old's old's, uh, uh, Melina meant to be in this? Is it Melina?
2: I don't know how old Melina's meant to be, but I think she was only about 24 when the film came out. She's quite
0: young, early 20s.
2: But she's got kind of a timeless quality to her anyway.
0: She does, and um, yeah, she does a good job playing young, uh, BB. (laughs) Yes, well done. Good job. Just act really immature.
2: Yeah. Where does that put us? And.
0: Yeah, act really really immature and just give Roger the come fuck me eyes. Come fuck me
2: eyes. Not come to bed eyes. Come fuck me eyes. I misheard that.
0: Buying off a new bow? Yes. As you do.
2: <laughs> this is how I would subtly, you know, bump someone off. <laughs> Undercover there, James. <laughs> I look around the glass at an angle, they won't know I'm here.
0: <laughs> I just love how casual it is to buy, buy a weapon of murder. You can actually just pick up like
3: <laughs> Oh yes Ooh, I'll yep. have
0: a hello. Is that the competition winner?
3: Probably. It?
0: The uh, the the girl in the flower shop.
2: I have no idea.
1: Yeah there was a competition, wasn't there? You won a part in the in the film. Um
2: oh, was it? Alright.
1: Yeah. I didn't think she had any sort of like speaking lines, but yeah, you kind of entered the competition then and, and she won. Oof. Oh
0: but <laughs> see those we guys get... there they're like in glee there they're like oh look you got, yeah, you I, got ho- I hope she's insured <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh that's very boots, oh my god
0: Oh, I can see fruit in the background. Where? Oh, wow. It, it, it was gone, as, well. as they were talking, I was like. What was it? There you can see it's oh, fruit, yeah. fruit. Oh, there fruit, it is, yeah. oranges. oranges and things. That's fruit, folks. <laughs> oranges
1: and lemons. That's fruit, folks. I'd forgotten about a fruit corner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we knew Roger wouldn't let us down. It was <laughs> his last gift to us.
1: I wonder if we'll see any uh, fruit in the Batman series.
2: Uh, I don't know I'm now fast forwarding through Batman films in my head which is just not relevant <laughs> of course they didn't kill my parents my parents would be about 112 by now <laughs> look at me I'm a sexy bastard. Stand <laughs> hey.
0: Look
1: at that sexy face.
2: how <laughs> earnest I mean. I mean it.
1: My serious face.
2: Don't worry, I'll lighten up and play with your bush later. <laughs> I went a bit East River there, didn't I? <laughs> later. Just Bonchilla, East River. There'll be time for some legions later. <laughs> and hopefully,
1: <you> success. <laughs> Stop! be a clipper. I'll be back for breakfast.
2: Don't be a clipper. I'll be back for Christmas. <laughs> Whatever.
1: So we got from Bond to Ace from.
2: <laughs> and uh, had my heartlights done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, yeah, I think that that is pretty much um, Chris Barry doing the impression of like, Roger Moore,
2: isn't it? I think that's very. He... There's a bit of Roger Moore in that, isn't it? Yeah, there? that's where he
1: got the idea from. I think.
2: Oh, here we go. Non masturbatory. I know. Th-
1: <laughs>
2: this is this is going to be hot.
1: I pretty much might say that.
2: I don't know what possessed them to write this scene in. Do
0: you think it I imagine it was just them like acknowledging that uh, Roger's age really and saying oh, he's going to be more mature.
2: <laughs> this is his well, gritty bond. This is pretty... I mean, surely you could have achieved that by just him not having him constantly joke about tits, like, in <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, you know, job done. You don't need... I mean, I don't see any great credit in this, because I think she's meant to be underage. So why are we all going, what a guy, he didn't fuck her. It's like, well, you don't, she's a kid. What? Mm. We don't
1: know. Like his age, rather and her age.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I mean, it's not even to say, like, Sean would, uh, yeah, at the time would have, like, gone, okay. Of course. He
2: well, going to watch a morning impression.
1: <laughs> Rage eyebrow.
0: Of, of course.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'll finger <thingy>, your mother, <laughs> I mean, by your eyes, please. Should have had one of he should have just gone and knocked one out in the bathroom now because he's like oh, I did well there but Jesus that was tough
0: <laughs> notice he was like fighting that but not really fighting that hard <laughs> It's like
2: no I'm not... just, just persevered a bit more
0: <laughs> Does he think she likes you Rog? I'm not 100 percent sure that she <laughs>
2: Wasn't even put off when he unsheathed that tiny weapon. (laughs) Is this this meant to be those two? Yeah, (laughs) we are getting to the stage where it just looks nothing like him on a one shot.
1: No, you can tell it's a different man.
2: (gasps) Eric. Cross country skiing must be the most fucking boring sport to watch ever
1: imagine it's quite hard to do, and... Oh, it really
2: is. Yeah.
1: I done downhill skiing.
3: No. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is she wearing?
1: Oh my god. I should use these tiny binoculars. With my octagonal glasses.
2: She's, uh... She's gone a bit sort of rodeo, hasn't she? <laughs> yes.
1: Rodeo, that's it. That's precisely it. Yeah.
2: Of course, just off the point, we've also lost Chris Cornell since we last did a Bond podcast.
1: Yes, we have. Very terrible.
2: Uh, that was about a week ago, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Yes. On the recording. No, just a we
1: really Bond alumni
2: when I was 52 years of age with, with no it's nothing is it nothing particular physical ailments that we're aware of
0: yeah it was a suicide wasn't it
2: yeah we said the bond costume designers chose that hat for him oh right. would look what would look good on James Bond like an elongated you know let's
1: try one of
2: these a big sock. sock
1: big didn't even know that was a word
2: it is now <laughs> huh? Yeah, take your number off so no one recognises you, You're <laughs> world famous fly-athlete. Okay. I don't
0: know who he is now. So he's not even wear- anyone. So he's not even wearing a hat and goggles because that would help disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, back in good old days, we can just sneak off to, to murder someone.
2: I only hope someone, there's someone watching who's got like a drink and can leap up, looking shocked at what's going on.
0: Do you think there's any sl- celebrities today that are actually uh, secret government hitmen? Like...
2: What you mean, like I don't know, fucking the guy who plays Ian Beale in EastEnders, something like that?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, anyone really? Anyone? Like or like sort of. A sports personality, or you would like me to just
2: sit here and accuse some unsuspecting celebrity of being dumb?
0: No, I'm just, I'm just like sort of thinking it's possible.
2: Well, it's possible. I, I
0: imagine, can't imagine. This is gritty.
2: It is a bit like when they always claim that, like fucking Bruce Lee went undercover in the triads or something, and it's like. I mean, they they mocked it on the British, the original version of The Office. It was like, well, yeah, because that's what you do. You take the most famous martial artist in the world. <laughs> Who can we do? Who can we have here? Who's going to be, you know, not very well known and stuff? Oh, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, he oh, fell over.
2: Know.
1: He's not
0: that good,
2: is he? <laughs> he fell over again. He fell over. I misread that then on my screen, the one you've just shared, Becca. I read it as Roger Moore, best known for playing James Bond at the age of 89. Oh. I just misread it. I just thought, well, I know I thought he was too old, but God. <laughs> <laughs> playing it on to a ripe
1: old age. Yeah. <laughs> No, my timeline is just very little else. Obviously, very sad day.
2: My night my slipping. So it's my content. It was your
1: accent.
2: Is... is this where we suddenly have him do every winter event ever except curling?
1: Yeah, all the yeah, all the winter sports.
2: I love it. He just does. He does a bit of skiing and then a bit of like fucking you know skiing along a mm-hmm. bobsleigh run and then he does ski jumping. It's great. And there's Charles
1: Dance. Yeah. Before they were famous. You didn't f- know who were in a Bond film.
0: B- before he played uh, the baddie in uh, the Eddie Murphy film. Before Game of
1: Thrones.
2: Which Eddie Murphy film?
0: Uh, the Golden Child.
2: I've only ever seen that once and that was in cinema, so I haven't seen it for 30 years.
0: ages. Oh, right. Down we go. Yeah, originally it's going to be a Malgusman film, I think. Originally.
1: Oh. He's a little little
3: child.
2: To... Distinct chattering. I always thought Charles Dance had a bigger role in this, but he really doesn't.
3: No, no.
0: He doesn't even have a line. And then he looks menacing. It's quite a sort of setup, really, isn't it? Just kind of, I just I Well, wear. it is,
2: really, because I don't always notice that pin he's wearing on him. Security at this event's bollocks, isn't it? It's really bad, isn't it? <laughs> and, and it's a mixture of, like, is this an event or not? Because... I can't imagine during like the Winter Olympics at some fucking area that you got the public just having a go at a ski jumping while we're everybody
0: <laughs> can it. have a go. <laughs> I know, it's just weird. I thought how casually you can have a celebrity just like attempting to murder someone in public. Buddy.
2: And that's where you've got the idea that, I don't know, maybe fucking Bill Bailey or something is oh on wait. the government payroll.
1: this oh <laughs> that stuntman, John Eves, doing some amazing stunt work.
2: No, that was Roger, yeah. it must be. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's always that. Roger.
1: I think he's the one who does this tape, going over the table as well.
2: Doesn't offer no. to replace their drinks or anything. Yeah. No. Oh that's why he needs the skis that have got, like um, the emergency brakes on it, so he can stop and buy you know, replace all their drinks.
1: See how could Bill Conti go from doing something iconic as Rocky to? This?
0: What? What? To, as iconic as Rocky to
2: something in, like, in terms, as terms iconic as Bond? I think uh, she yeah, needs the music he wrote, not the series. Oh, okay. Oh, you're slumming it in Bond now. I don't think that's <laughs> what. <she> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> Hey, they could all fall over and like dominoes. Yeah, hold on. Yeah,
1: dominoes.
2: Yay! <laughs> Although logically, they should fall from the other fucking side. But all right. <laughs> I think it's time we saw him on a bobsleigh run. Let's do that. I, uh, joking silly, aside, yeah. I like. I, I do like this music. This section of the film.
1: No, yeah. This it's, this is a really good sequence. I think. Just it's, it's let down of, by the it, cheesy music. It's kind of fun,
2: but it hey, has its charm. I love it. Ironically, I love it.
1: I really want to see Daniel on, on some skis. I mean, obviously we had a little bit...
2: He refused, it. He he refused wanted, to. You know, we want a ski skis.
1: chase downhill. Yeah,
2: he Being chased yeah. by
0: spectre villains. Why can it, I'll
1: be best he, done.
2: Best we can, best oh, we can oh, hope for is an aqualung oh, oh, in the next film.
0: Oh, someone, someone gets a cake in the face. Oh, look, it's that man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. Right. Him ski. again. Really, brilliantly staged that was, wasn't it?
1: I forgot he was in it. The man's one's not
2: above this one. Uh, I know was fucking rubbish.
1: They double take him pigeon, so we'll get on for ski
0: instead. Yeah. So well, why did uh, Craig uh, refuse to go on skis? Can he not ski or something? I don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't know. But I, I heard he refused. So they just but they wanted oh. to do something on snow. So when you think what bonds tend to do, what he what hasn't he done? Well, he hasn't done um, sort of deep sea diving yet. <laughs> Such lack of security. In the middle of the fucking bobsleigh run, which has got to be a tournament, because they're all wearing the same stuff. It looks like, you know, they are kind of... And he's
0: just like, "Ego." I mean... <laughs> I mean, it looks rammed full of uh, spectators as well.
2: I know. I don't know what this event's meant to be. <laughs> but there, there were more people watching fucking Blofeld in Bond in Majesty, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> the Happy Shopper Games. <laughs> that's just ruined their time because it's just, (laughs) frustrated. And he's, like, he's He's back at Pinewood just doing various expressions. So, yeah, that's quite good stunt work, this. It looks dangerous as shit, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) As As he took off... His legs were all over the shop. You know that that guy was going to have a really bad <laughs> fall, and then it cuts at a different angle, and it's all fucking elegant and graceful. <laughs> Oof! 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 He's okay, folks. He's
1: okay.
2: He's going to be think...
0: late. Li- he's going to be late for his race now, isn't he? He is. Yeah,
2: I know. Perhaps he should just relax with the Heineken. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to Perhaps we so take some snaps with Kodak Film. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing his by. There's I an just
0: action. The, think said the amount of time and effort it took to do that, he might as well just, like, sort of uh, run after him. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, I seem to remember, if this is pretty much where Ferrara dies... That oh, music, oh no, really? I, I don't have it on. So where, where, I've where grown the, so where...
0: attached to him. Uh...
2: Yeah. Where that... Um, Car pulled in. There's something in the music that's very, very like his Rocky music. But I'm, another,
0: I'm I, another ice ice skating scene.
2: Ice. Yeah. Hey, she's just nicked a sweater off Bill Cosby. Look.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he just slept with her.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't have to give her any coffee or anything.
2: Yeah, this is the kind of sombre tribute to Rog we wanted to do. You're Adrian, um... and... <laughs> well, you wanted me to play Rocky. you Adrian. <laughs> I, uh,
0: I, I I can't beat him, can I? <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's
3: to rocketry. <laughs> yes, he's
0: the best. Just think about it now. It's always great just to cast Roger Moore in everything now.
1: <laughs> just do that voice
2: Roger Moore in A Star is Born. <laughs> funny girl <laughs> Roger Moore Gentle. Roger Moore in Cats She's all that <laughs> with Roger Moore
1: Miss Congeniality
2: yeah so you then have the chat, let over know, <laughs> which would just I'd explode <laughs> watching the shack <chat> letching <laughs> over the legiest pond
1: Oh, dear, dear. What other films could he be in?
2: I see dead people.
0: (laughs) Walking around like regular people. Like regular people?
2: I'm uh, 13, you (laughs) do. Alien? It's it's (laughs) personal, (laughs) now. (laughs) Person <laughs> out of John Hurt's chest. <laughs> it's
0: personal now. Yeah, that doesn't look planted yeah. at all. <sighs> so, who else did you cast Roger join? you got Rocky, Die Hard,
2: Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> oh. Um, trying to think of an
0: inappropriate rom-com we, we, we should ask our listeners see, like, if you else would you see what you're boring.
2: yeah <laughs> it be anything what What would he bring his unique gravitas and screen presence
1: <laughs> to David you going to tweet come on
2: well, it, we,
1: we'll read out some of the uh, some of the answers if we get any
2: you can tweet it. Is it fruit is
0: it Yep, is it... that's, yeah. that's fruit. Fruit books. <laughs> it's kind of rude saying doing that straight in front of him. <laughs> you, your food, shit.
1: Oh, Greek food's delicious.
0: What's in my opinion? Yours, watches.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah. i tell you what Roger Moore would have been really very good in. He would have been very good in a naked gun-type comedy. He would have been very good as a Frank Drebin type.
0: Nice beaver. Yeah, that could work.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You should play her, though. (laughs) Thanks, I just had it start.
0: Shall I tweet? Yeah, go for it.
2: I'm still enjoying the idea of him and she's all that.
0: <laughs> Getting Romance" by Freddie Pinch Jr. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Sorry, Peter. I've just come in this
3: party.
1: American <laughs> Pie. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: It's no more ridiculous than Peter Sarsgaard having fucking Tim Robbins as his dad in fucking Green Lantern all those years ago. About fucking ten years between them or something. I
1: don't think I've seen that. Don't
2: bother.
1: Cassandra Harris.
2: Yeah, this it, is Pierce Brosnan's uh, first wife. Died at, I think she was about 41 or something. She died I mean, of ovarian, very silent, She died of ovarian cancer. Cause she had that sort of faulty gene that causes it mm. which she then passed on to her daughter who pierce brosnan adopted and she died a couple of years ago at a very similar sort of age oh, very sad yeah, very sad still they'll break out the hot wings in a minute <laughs> When, when I see her here, um, I'm reminded later, because obviously the film comes afterwards, uh, the casino scene in Never Say Never Again, they have Kim Bastian looking very like her. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Hey, they've gone a bit so soft focus on him there, look.
1: There is a bit of soft focus
3: going on. The hey, scene that's a bit, that,
2: that is a bit the shat, isn't it? He's not, who I, he's not who I would have cast in a sort of casino scene. But
0: Who, Roger Moore?
2: No, the other guy. <laughs> the the big guy who was in an episode of The Black Adder. Oh,
0: right, yeah. It's kind of look like it's he's the, got, is like, cock
2: Is this where they Oh, no, I'm thinking, I think with Camo, Can. they sit and ponce on about wine now for a bit?
0: Uh, well, naturally.
2: Uzo. I've never tried Uzo. That's, um, uh, aniseed-based, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, horrible. I imagine it is. It's
0: like Perna. Enemy. It's like Perna, isn't it? It's like. Yeah, I don't
2: like Perna or or Sambuca.
0: Uh, I don't know why people drink it, but. Because yeah.
2: they probably like it.
0: Well, they're demented. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get you drunk?
2: So the. Uh, yes. Yes, but the yes, the nice. There's nice ways the to get be- it drunk, be- though, Becca. From the originators of the white, not fingered. <laughs> don't bring anything out of the same because it's a bit foul <laughs> <laughs> what I really love about Julian Glover is he just it barely looks like him you can always tell it's him but he's so different isn't he
0: yeah See, so you wouldn't you see you think about his other films where there's this there's uh, Last Crusade
2: Indies yeah. the first one you think of probably yeah because he's in Star Wars, but he's not in it a huge amount. Or he's in The Empire, isn't he? But he's not in it a huge mm. amount. Just
0: one of those just disappears in his role, doesn't he?
2: Definitely, yeah.
0: Though he is playing a bit of a soft villain there.
2: Well, they don't reveal him as a villain until late in the film, so he's a bit... Well, he's not poorly served by the film in that regard, but he's he's poorly served... In terms of Bond iconography,
3: hmm.
2: because most of his time on screen, he's not demonstrably a villain. So you're not going to remember him as one of the great ones.
1: No, he doesn't appear. No, he's not a typical Bond buddy. Set up I mean, At the moment, the, very this soon guy. Soon is he gets the top yeah. Yeah.
0: But he does get a few chances to act like a bastard, though, when he does. When he is. Yeah, he
2: does. He does. I don't think I've ever seen him bad in anything.
1: No, it was really good. Um, but it's kind of like almost like an anti-bond almost, isn't it? Because it's, it's sort of very refined, very, um, very suave. Knows what to eat, knows what to drink. And then at the end you find out.
2: Roger a bit of have another. talking of auntie and thinking you meant a woman for a minute. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, Mrs Doubtfire. <laughs> Roger would have made an excellent Mrs Doubtfire.
1: <gasps> oh, my life. That would have been amazing. Hello, dear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't bother doing that. And like...
2: "Have you ever noticed, uh, all <laughs> listeners, all of Becca's impressions sound like Homer Simpson trying to be <laughs> Mr. Burns?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and when I, ed- am yeah, not
3: very good at impressions.
2: No, and and, and, I and don't when I, and when I edited last week's show, it's not that obvious until you hear it, then you can't unhear it. <laughs> when <laughs> Becca says hello, she goes hello <laughs> at the start of that show. <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to episode whatever it is I've got a friend in, in this town who's got like a perfectly manly voice and all the rest of it but when he goes to say goodbye he goes "Boy, <laughs> 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 it's just become a joke he'll chat away and he go yeah and I'll see you later is that alright okay bye
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty high-pitched>. bye <Bye-bye>. bye <laughs> and
2: then you go got and going hello <laughs> <laughs> you have a high pitched conversation between us
1: hi bye
2: <laughs> yeah I'll just uh, I would I would talk to you both but I'm just going to record it and slow it down later <laughs> get, it, get it in a lower register
1: goodbye <laughs> Oi. Oi. <laughs> hello hello that's quite an iconic shot isn't it
2: it could have been I don't know that people would remember it but it's very very bond isn't
1: it i am contest diesel there's like another vaseline on the camera
2: <laughs> i hope that's the only use for vaseline <laughs>
1: <laughs> vaseline on land
2: be a gentleman on your first time roger pulls her stunningly easily doesn't he he's starts. very
1: charming you know
2: Actually, I think they've got outstanding chemistry, these two. Is that because she looks more age-appropriate for him? I don't mean to be cruel, but I do wonder if that's part of it. I'm not saying it is, but maybe it is. I don't know. I think she's just got a fuller personality. Piers Brosnan liked her. Yeah. Did her, did, did her in everything.
0: <laughs> How old was Pierce at this time? Anyway, he must have been that like, young.
2: Pierce Brosnan was born in 53, so he'd have been 28 when this film came out. In fact, his birthday was a few days ago, and if, so if this came out in the summer, he'd have been sort of 27 through most of the filming of it. And I think she died in about. I will look it up, hang on. All right. Cassandra Harris was born in 1948, but very late in the year. So she'd have been about 32 when this came out. She died in 91 of ovarian cancer at the age of 43. She'd had her birthday about two weeks before. She married Pierce Brosnan when she was about 32, so the year before this. Or sorry, 31, because her birthday's at the end of the year. And they were together 11 years after that and charlotte brosnan died at 42. Of, she wasn't his biological son but i think he had was, she took his name and i think he adopted her uh she so was born in 71 and died in 2013 at 42. that's got to be rough watching your kid go through what you watched your wife go through
0: Yeah, sometimes you don't realise things like that, don't you? About well, what celebrities s- go through it at times.
2: Well, they just put their people as well. They've they've got real lives and real difficulties. Mm. I mean, even even slightly less important things like him losing the Bond role in '86. That will have upset him. You know, he's only a human being, and he was with this woman quite a long time, and he's he's now got children that are hers. You know, so yeah. if they'd have stayed inside and got it on she might have been (laughs) alright
0: but no the beach was just too tempting
2: yeah
0: death by doom buggy yeah
2: I was going to say he's armed he should be able to yeah Uh,
0: the good old like you know hand on the arm shoot yeah so it's why, she, why she just, she's gone back in the house then didn't she
2: yeah I mean it's just a plot to you know they've got to oh. kill her off but yeah and again you think it's a bit like Prometheus run sideways yeah. <laughs> can't follow you into the water <laughs> but you know in panic yeah. oh dear
0: See, it's like when people are getting like uh, running from a, a sniper, it's like, well, at least try and zigzag. <laughs> oh!
1: That's, that's his only line. Oof!
2: I believed it though. No. <gasps> she
0: blinked. Did she? I saw her blink. Really? Goodbye, Countess. No. don't
3: what
2: the I should look her up again because I don't know what Cassandra Harris was, also, was known for apart from this I mean they were both actors her and Pierce, so they did make the decision to go over there and try and sort of crack it and obviously he got Remington Steel mm. but her filmography is quite light But she guest starred in several episodes of Remington Steel.
0: Okay. That's probably where they met then, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well no, because Remington Steel would have been after this. If they met before before that. Um looking at it, she was married to first to the brother of Richard Harris. And he died in 86, which is possibly why Pierce ended up adopting them. She was diagnosed in 87. So she was was diagnosed, 87 from when was she born? 48. So she was diagnosed at about 38, which is just fucking awful.
0: He's quite a charming character, isn't he, Columbo?
1: Yeah, he is very charming.
2: Very.
0: What's the actor's name? I've forgotten. It's
2: Topol. Uh, Topol? Yeah. Go and Best see
0: Fiddler
1: on the, the Roof.
2: Fiddling on the roof and Flash Gordon <laughs> and starring in Fiddler on the Roof.
0: <laughs> Flash Gordon, I've forgotten about that.
2: I don't remember a minute. He's I'm
0: the, the he, he, he's, but, yes. he, he's the scientist who uh who takes him by gunpoint.
2: Point. I, so, mm. I
0: didn't really like the film. Blush. Oh. With uh, also other Bond, Timothy Dalton, and uh, yeah. and uh, podcast favorite uh, Max von Schroeder. <laughs> <laughs> Max von unpronounceable. does it does have any other Bond people in it as well? Wasn't like one of the girls what? in it, Bond.
2: Uh, who? Who? Sorry.
0: Uh, Flash Gordon.
2: With Timothy Dalton's in it.
0: Yeah, wasn't there some Bond connection?
2: Uh, I don't know. Let's say you're not really on my territory because I barely remember that film.
1: Let's
0: have a look. IMDb.com. Flash. I'm looking up. This. uh Saviour of the
2: Universe. I'm looking up the. Uh, looking it up now.
0: That's in like Flat. Flat
1: Gordon. The <laughs> Semple
2: Jr. wrote it. Brian Blessed. The also wrote for Never Say Never Again. So there's. Yeah,
1: a... I recognise yeah. that name.
0: Uh... Oh, you also had uh, Porkins. He was in it. I'll go Porkins. He hey, why did they
1: call you Porkins?
3: Uh,
0: Robbie Coltrane is a small part in it, but not. Oh really? Yeah, Manor Airfield.
2: It probably just looks small because of his gut. <laughs> it, was, it was far Peter away. Duncan. Is that from Blue Peter? <laughs> yeah, It is.
1: Mike Hodges. He directed Creepy.
0: Peter Ringard.
3: Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: Brian Blessed.
2: Deep Roy's in it. Oh, really?
1: Bobby Brown, not the Bobby Brown, surely.
2: <laughs> really odd. <if> it <laughs> was. And Marky course... Mark in the funky, funky bunch. <laughs> and,
0: and of course, uh, the the mega star that is Sam J. Jones.
2: Yeah, we've basically okay. made this. Still ah. don't know
0: who that is. Fuck all <laughs> The guy who was in Flash Gordon. It was like actually his his role, and in Ted. All oh,
1: these people.
2: Okay, so is this where we're finding out that the villain is Christatos? Well, I think he's been yeah, told that, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's we're fine. You know, it's true.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, he's obviously working with um. I call him Topple. Ooh! And again, you got you know Bond doing spying and using using his wits and using the environment around him.
0: Like, a lot of gun action. Oh, two guns. Oh no, not much longer.
1: Yeah, they were yeah decidedly totally on the um on the it's back it's foot here, they?
2: Roger Moore is Ron Burgundy. <laughs> this one, oh.
0: yourself, San Diego. D- this one lost one of the tropes of the bomb series. They just have a big shootout, which I kind of miss.
1: Yeah, I yeah, didn't see that so much now. Well, Burgundy. now Daniel
2: just shoots some, one thing that's combustible. Yeah, the... yeah, <laughs> and yeah it blows, blows up. up. It that it. that annoyed the piss army, of me. That <laughs> 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 one
1: shot precisely in the middle of where it needed to be, and bang. The
2: biggest. Uh, non-CG explosion in cinema history <laughs>
1: mm, no impressive
2: because he shot a can of or something <laughs>
1: <laughs> so after this when's the last time we see like a shootout in the series after I want to say, I wanna say um, License to Kill by did we see one before um, do you want a shootout at the factory at the end it depends what
2: you mean by a shootout really because would you class the bit in Venice at the end of Casino Royale they're all sort of shooting at each other. You're, you no, you're not on the scale, you've got two different parties.
1: you got,
0: um got Quantum as well. The uh, Quantum, yeah. That hotel in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah, of
3: yeah.
2: Is that where Craig shoots one thing and the whole thing blows up?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but he does shoot other people though. But yeah. it, it's kind of like we've, we've kind of don't... It's normally Craig or whoever going it alone now rather than um, like Craig gets a bunch of other people to, to kind of help him in the big...
2: Crakey Craig and the funky bunch.
0: Yeah. Well now it'll be like Bond and friends, innit? So it'll be a like Bond and um, money penny.
2: Yeah. Bond and his civil servants.
0: <laughs> Bond Bond and, Bond and Co.
2: I was just about to say um, to our listeners, feel free to talk to us on Twitter, then I realised we're not going out live, so that'd be fucking pointless,
1: wouldn't it? No, you? that'd be silly, wouldn't
2: it? I think it's because Ken has just said, listeners like us are there in spirit on the airwaves with you three now. Oh, thank so, you, Ken. Um, just a reference to the fact that, obviously, a lot of fans are, are kind of absorbing this tonight. Mm. Um, so they, they kind of... I, I dare say there are fans that would have found this difficult to do tonight because of being upset about it all. Um, so, yeah, we, we do understand that. And so hopefully we're, we're doing this some justice. We wouldn't want to do a humorless show, but we do want to give him his due as well.
0: Yeah, we've got nothing but like, love and respect for the guy, no yeah. matter what. Yeah,
1: and no, of course. And
2: genuinely, everything I've ever said about the guy, I love the guy. I really do. Hated guns, didn't he? Roger Moore? No, he wasn't a
0: favourite. It's just another reason why you should like him, really, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you such asshole, guns are great! <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is such a great shot.
0: Mm. Yeah, he was always uncomfortable this... doing the hard edge stuff though, wasn't he?
2: He was, he's very uncomfortable with all this. This shot's quite iconic, That's That's that cool. one there. I've seen that in quite a lot of stills in different places. And then you've got this where he's basically been shot in the shoulder, which it, it's quite well thought through.
3: Yeah.
1: That's the thing about Bond as well. He's meant to be like you know, an expert boxer, sort of knifeman, and a, you know excellent pistol And of course,
2: well. he's no. got an invisible Shetland <laughs> pony everywhere he goes. <laughs> but only Roger's Bond. It's like a spirit guide. A
1: spirit guide is a tiny Shetland pony.
2: Yeah, now this pin weighs four stone.
3: <laughs> That's
2: 56 <laughs> pounds to our American friends. There you go, look. Like, oh, Christ, oh, wow, that pin heavy pins. so heavy. <laughs> duff, duff,
0: duff. No, I got a question, it was slipping anyway. Yeah, I know what it was. So yeah,
2: well, yeah. you thought I was genuine. No? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
0: Roger is a strong guy.
1: They don't even have him drown, they, like, you know, he's.
0: Yeah, I kind of like seeing his, back, his lifeless body bashed on the rocks. Wait, it's a bad guy, of course.
2: This is the one bit of the film I'm not so fond of, because they take so long. If this is where they get the attack, this takes so long.
0: It's going to feel like even longer when it's underwater and without sound.
2: That's okay. I mean, it doesn't ruin the film. I mean, a lot of people struggle with the rock climbing at the end, but I think that's really tense. I quite like that.
0: Oh, no, yeah, that's really good, that bit.
2: yeah. But again, it's not a film I liked as a kid.
0: With an underwater hoover.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Appropri- I can't... Appropriately, this is you know this is decades ago. The woman's doing the hoovering. <laughs>
0: tired of this seabed.
2: Yeah. See, I've got his dinner ready, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's. <laughs> yeah, well, Yeah. It is midday, to be fair, so... Oh, she's smiling.
2: Yeah, this is also impressive, because, I mean, I imagine some of that's done in water, because that'll be a stunt double, but anytime time you see a close-up of Melina, she's not in water.
1: No, it's a very sort of piece of trickery, isn't it?
2: Yeah. It's all kind of
1: done in slow motion, and the bubbles aren't real. And...
2: Yeah, it's all sort of, yeah, sort of a second pass over the film to put that effect on.
1: No, I think that's really clever.
2: It's really, really clever.
1: And you wouldn't know as well. And if you There's know, only you one
2: shot in this film where I think I know they're not underwater uh, and I'll point it out later because when they're, when they're tied up and dragged along he, he's trying to get them loose and you can just see from his eyes he's not looking through water
3: no. but
2: that's not something you can fake it's not really his fault.
0: There's Roger dressed like my dad.
2: Oh. Christ your dad must get some fanny <laughs> that's that's the front bottom for our American friends <laughs> although I'm sure he could have the back bottom if he wanted it <laughs> less Vaseline to go on the lenses after that though.
0: no it's just totally something my dad would have worn back then they probably still, still got him knocking around I think
2: he probably just puts it on for your mum now in private <laughs> Do you want me to wear the pastel short sleeve shirt oh.
0: <laughs> the, the, they did mention mention it to me like um a year or so ago how we are like you can't get yellow shirts anymore you know, you know, was, <laughs> you know oh
2: yeah you know, you know, like uh, you see what we're going through in England since brexit folks
1: <laughs> yellow shirt, yellow shirt, oh, brexit.
2: this this was, this was before brexit really God yeah. brexit brings them back then who knows <laughs>
0: We can only hope. Oh dear.
2: Can't get the yellow shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the yellow
1: shirt. Would you want to buy a yellow shirt?
2: Not really. <laughs> well, but there think, we are
1: then. There clearly, there's no demand for them.
2: Trying to relive his youth where he was like James Bond. Can you get yellow jumpsuits? Water jumpsuits?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Banana jumpsuits.
2: Yeah, this is such a long sequence.
1: Yeah, I must say this sequence does tend to jag a little bit for me.
2: It's the only bit that really does, but I can yeah. see that with that and the rock climbing, which I probably wasn't that into when I was a bit younger.
1: No, same. I must. I must. I did kind of. Obviously okay. when I sort of first saw this film. I was just thinking, I really struggled with it just for that sequence. I, I like. Obviously, that. it's grown and improved on me for sure.
0: I like. Oh, that very, uh, very fetching uh, anorax there. No, I kind of like the rock climbing a bit. I, even as a kid, I, I, was, I thought it was pretty cool.
3: I think I
2: chewed out the film by then. That was yeah. the problem. It's very difficult to get back into things. I had a good attention span as a kid, a really good attention span for films, but this this ain't aimed at the average 10-year-old. It just isn't. Um, my only problem with this scene is it's not really boredom. Yeah, I don't think I'd really ever resent it. It's more the fact that if you actually wrote down what happens in this sequence, I don't know why it takes 15 to 20 minutes. You should be through all of this in five or six minutes maximum.
0: I guess we'll watch it and find out, see what, uh, see what it takes a goddamn long.
2: I mean, obviously he's had to top up on the Cossack look. His Falcon or Cossack hairspray, because he's looking very neat.
0: And of course, he's got a rip off jaws as well.
2: I mean, I know the speed and sort of timing of films has changed. But this strikes me as very slow for the even the early 80s, just this section. Say I was a cardigan, must have gone through the fucking roof after this film, though.
1: <laughs> well, they reckon that for yeah. the of the day, didn't they? They reckon that, um, that black sort of pullover he wears.
2: I think, I think he, he looks like... alright in that though. don't like the film, but I think he does. No,
1: it, right. it looks very really stylish all the way through, but yeah, that's yeah. a shit film. Yeah,
2: yeah. Craig oh, can really? rock
0: a cardigan. Yeah, Craig has though, and he? he's been rocking cardigans. He has, quantum, yeah. But even like uh, when he's not filming, he, you know, he does like a odd cardigan. I don't mind a cardigan. No, I go cardi every now and then.
2: just to scratch an itch you know time to wear a cardi Mm. yeah time for a quip
0: (laughs) there's always time for
2: quip yeah that's right I, I would I I you would expect some in any Bond film to be honest you
1: would well, that on wasn't electric. a
2: bad one, actually, in that he wasn't trying to be really funny. It was just almost a sardonic take on their situation. Like, let's hope that mm. was the only one. Where's the activity centre? <laughs> it's over here by the building blocks in Sandpit.
0: Let me, let me get <laughs> my map. That's detailed, isn't it? That's very detailed. It's there. Oh, Just straight, think. straight on, straight on,
1: <laughs> <laughs> straight ahead. Oh, that was easy.
2: Over there, where it says attack. <laughs> oh, no, attack! Attack. There it is you think these films would have been very p g rating you know there, yeah. there was no twelve a or p g thirteen at this point they've got to be very careful with all of this and yet we've actually seen quite a lot of you know we've seen a lot of death here and that can be kind of a little bit um traumatic seeing sort of dead bodies with their eyes wide open if you were a kid mm. i don't
0: know what, I don't know what it must have been like at that time i mean nowadays it's pretty uh the I mean, to see all sorts don't they I mean like 12 ratings kind of yeah it's pretty hard
2: they have pushed the boundaries of the 12A rating a lot in recent years
0: I mean now it's very difficult to getting get an 18 so
2: well it is Alien Covenant was a 15 yeah I don't always notice actually because I don't have children I just buy the ticket sitting there and I don't always really pay that much attention to what the rating is but the person I was with was like this is a 15 And I was like, well, that doesn't necessarily mean much, now, in that a lot of the things you would traditionally think of as part of an 18 certificate, you can get away with with a 15 anyway.
0: That was tense, cutting those wires in order.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Very tense scene. Cut the one marked one first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then we'll, we'll nick this cash register. (laughs) <laughs> just undo some screws and then leg it before Arkwright fucking catches us. Arkwright.
0: <laughs> Kale Sanders. Come
2: back! I say. I say. Come back. <laughs> Catch your cloth.
0: This,
1: is
2: always... this... this reminds
0: me of uh, Inner space, this. It's a bit Inner Spaces. Actually, space,
1: I isn't think it?
2: I might have ended up doing Fred Elliott there, but there you go. Anyway, uh, yeah, oh, it does a bit. I haven't seen any space in cinemas either, and I really liked it.
1: That's
2: a really good film.
3: Oof!
2: It's Donald Trump! <laughs> Look where he grabbed, <laughs> where he grabbed her!
0: <laughs> I'm not sure how that actually works she looked really shocked. They're like... Oh, okay, whatever it is, it's a bomb.
2: We don't care at this point. Huh? It's too long.
0: He's like falling around like Mr. Blobby.
2: <laughs> oh, Mr. Blobby got done to death, but I have to say, the first time I ever saw Mr. Blobby It was one of the funniest things I'd ever fucking seen because they used it as one of his gotchas. And they did. They had Will Carling, who was the England rugby captain at the time, onto this purportedly kids television show to teach the viewers about rugby. And You just had this fucking bizarre looking thing falling over constantly. It was quite funny the first time, but only the first time.
0: They even brought him back for line of kicking, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. God, yeah,
2: they did. I remember that. Slightly after my time.
0: After Noel Edmonds was done with him, he was uh, Jimmy uh bitch. Yes. Blah <laughs> blah <laughs> blah blah
1: blah. was going back in the day. Yeah.
2: That's a sign of how much we don't love this scene. <laughs> it's like We've Mr. got Blobby everywhere, instead. jury, and we we got all the way to Mr. Blobby before it finishes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was just just like sort of look at this big, big uh, yeah. this this massive clumsy. suit just like clumps yeah. just like falling over. It was just like oh, Mr. Blobby.
2: Oh, they made songs out of it and everything. They they milked it to death, and it wasn't funny. But the first time it was.
0: Was that the it one? Was, is that the one where um, Noel Edmonds cut, cut his head for falling? Was that? I, I,
2: I've no idea, but I know that the first time we ever saw the character, it was as part of a joke, a practical joke, on like a celebrity who thinks he's appearing on a kids' TV show. 14 hours later, they're nearly done. There we go. That was a long sequence.
0: That was a very very long sequence. Well, it takes a while when you're underwater.
2: That's the problem. I mean, diving has been a sort of trope of the Bond film since um, Thunderball. Um, and Thunderball would have really had the wow factor, because underwater photography wasn't massively a thing. Um, and it was, you know, the first widescreen Bond and all the rest of it. But every time I see diving in the Bond films now, it is kind of fucking boring.
0: Wait, how often is it actually, and we got a Thunderball, um, you've got Thunderball,
2: this. Uh, wasn't there something you need of toys?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I,
2: think, I think there was something. And a, and a very quick cave
0: sequence. Um, there was some in... Lic- Licence to Kill? There was, there was something like that. Not huge amounts, but... I'm trying, but to, I'm trying was... to think
2: that. Pierce, Pierce uh, was in Tomorrow Never Dies. He dived down to Devonshire. Oh, yes. Roger did it a few times. So Roger did everything several times because he did several films. But there's obviously this one. And I can't think what else. There's one... A view to a kill, he definitely dives, because he's nearly caught up in that threshing fucking thing.
1: Mmm,
2: terrifying. Um, I, there's got to be some in The Spy Who love Me, just by the nature of the type of film it is, but I can't remember the sequence now if there is. Well,
0: he's in the car, isn't he, underwater? I know that.
2: Yeah. Uh, Let's have a closer look. Sean did, Sean did a couple of times. I mean, it's not that often, but most Bonds have done it. Sean never skied. No, he didn't. We all watched, uh, I don't know if Becca's seen it yet. Have you seen Becoming Bond yet?
1: No, I haven't, actually, no. I saw it. I still need to see it, yeah.
2: Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. When I saw clips from it as trailers, I thought, what the hell have they cast as Lazenby here? Because he looks nothing like him. And you, you, there's no way you'd believe this guy was a male model either. But actually, because the inserts are just filmed to illustrate what he's saying, and quite a lot of it's fairly comedic anyway, and the guy's got quite a funny range of expressions, it works really well.
1: Yeah, it's always a bit wonderful because I think he's, he's fairly unknown, isn't he? The chap, Josh,
2: I can't remember what his name is,
1: um, plays Lazenby. I don't think I've heard of him before.
2: It's nearly all Lazenby talking.
1: Oh, good. Well, I
2: should hope so. I mean, at one point, and I won't say what and why, he actually cries on camera. Oh. He gets really upset yeah. at one point.
0: It's quite an emotional bit as well, because you think,
2: oh... It really is. Because you can tell that's the one thing in his life he still regrets. But the, yeah, it, his, his nature's done him no favours, because he is quite an incorrigible womanizer, or certainly was.
0: He, I think there's part of the film where I generally thought like that was like your turn, but I think if you did, did if you did that differently, you probably would have would have been a very different man. You and you probably would have stayed on and done at least that other one. You know, like 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 he sort of said like, yeah, oh, may, may, see, may, yeah, maybe I should came, have maybe should have yeah. done like a, another, another bomb another film one. just to prove just to prove everyone that I wasn't a fucking flip. He
2: know. wanted to go back to it, but he had to go back to London. They'd already yeah. split. And he had to go back to London, and she never, literally, just didn't see him again for for decades. And I think had he come back the next day or said, "Look, come with me," then yeah, he, I, he might have a very different attitude.
0: Yeah, that's definitely true. Though from though realistically, th- thinking about putting into context what I know, I don't think he had like a chance to even do that. I don't think he had the option, given the what was happening to him at the time. But I yeah. think I think. The real decision was that uh, to go and go with that other woman that where they broke up initially. Had he not done that, yeah, um, it could have had a difference.
2: It's worth seeing though, guys. Uh, if you can get it from somewhere, I mean, it's on Hulu in the United States. So we don't have Hulu here. We had to sort of get an online link to it. We haven't downloaded it illegally or anything, but it is streaming somewhere. But um, yeah, this you know, is. I'll um...
1: try and catch it as soon as I can
2: it's it's really worth your time back uh it's only about an hour and thirty five as well and it neither drags nor flies by in the it doesn't feel slight at ninety five minutes it no. covers a lot
3: yeah
2: but it isn't just about bond they, they break it down into chapters and you don't even get to it until he's about it's about chapter nine
3: sure.
2: um there's a couple of things he says these things he says that does contradict the versions of the story I've heard before so I do think I'm well, not he is
1: not to embellish, I think, isn't he?
2: I'm not sure all of it's true. Well, you know what he said about how he got um, Sean Connery's sort of unwanted suit? Oh, right. And the story he tells when he wants to audition for Bond is he goes into his tailor, asks for a suit, and he said, well, Sean hasn't picked this one up, so I'll sell you this one. All oh, right. Oh, and it's an inch or two, too long or too short in the arms, something like that. And the story he's always told is the guy basically sold him Sean Connery's unwanted suit that had been there for ages.
3: Oh!
2: In the film the version of the story, has him stealing it. All oh, right. <laughs> so it's a relatively minor difference, but you do wonder how honest the guy is. I yeah, suspect most of the story is true, and certainly in its wider beats, it will be. But yeah, we've just actually missed probably um, one of Roger's best bits in his Runners Bond. Just that little bit where he says, "We're not dead yet." Not yeah. dead
0: yet. Hang on. Yeah, I love that bit too. It's not, it's not done in a well, we're not dead yet. Yeah. It's quite, a, it's quite a brutal scene as well.
1: It's very brutal,
0: and this, it's, it's quite an imaginative um, thing to come up with as well. It's like you know, it's just sort of like yeah, we're just gonna sort of like drag them along the uh, corridor. You it's not something you'd you naturally would. I think a Bond film would do that, but yeah, it's still brutal and effective. Yeah,
1: it's quite grim. Is that the other bit that's underwater, that you can't tell it's underwater? Yeah, that very kind of very small insert scene there? Shock.
2: Phew.
0: That was close.
2: You sound really good.
0: Sorry. I hope Bob makes it.
3: (laughs) I hope he survives the end of this film, you know.
2: Ken, just, Ken, Mioza, I've just seen your photo that you've just posted with Caroline Monroe on Facebook. Thanks for sharing this stuff, buddy.
1: That's yeah, a great photo. So,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, I love Ken's comments. Thanks, Ken. Mm. So yeah. freaky
2: So the, yeah, this bit here—they're not. You, you can tell by his eyes they're not underwater. No, that's really clever. They do, yeah. They they do a great job with it, but you can tell there.
0: No, so, you know. So it's just wind.
2: Yeah. Well, you can tell that by the way he's grimacing.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See it on his face. It's one of those great big powerful hand dryers that you get these days.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so why the, why the shots go after the guy who's not bleeding? <laughs>
2: Mm. Are we get are we getting towards the bit where like the plot is completely turned on the testimony of a parrot? Yeah, that's good. Just for those of you listening, Becca is obviously contractually obliged to say, "Give us a kiss." <laughs> every,
1: every time, time the time, carrot. Every time we
2: say the <laughs> word parrot.
3: <laughs> oh. Dear.
2: just seen
0: a tweet by, uh, by someone called Pixelated Boat. R.I.P. Roger Moore, the only Bond who fucked in space. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not wrong.
2: Although, for some of the looser women, it probably felt like it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only Bond who fucked in space. <laughs> <laughs> ended up jizzing in his own face, but what the hell. Oh! oh dear. <laughs> yep. Max, not now. I've got
1: important information <laughs> to give you. <laughs> Oh no, Max, I've got exposition to deliver.
2: Yeah. zeros, c- cereal, c- zeros. Which one, Max? There's fucking loads of them! do
3: twos and zeros.
0: All that confetti get all over that food.
2: It's just, I was just thinking, watching this, it, it reminds me of a different country and different culture, but it, it reminds me a little bit of Bond and Tracy's wedding.
3: Mm, a with bit. All the
2: flowers and all the mm. rest of it. And, th- and then I think about the snow in this and the sort of blonde henchmen and all the rest of it. I, I kind of... And then I think, well, John Glenn's first exposure to working on this series was Majesties.
1: Now there's a lot. Of, there are a lot of and, and this
2: is probably the most Peter Hunt-like Bond film apart from the one he did.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's always a shame he never did any more,
2: isn't it? Very much. Yeah, so. No, yeah. Very, very sad. Very, very much the scapegoat for it not doing as well. And so, it's, you know, it's
0: very weird. And it, and it's kind of I think uh, the I realised watching the the, the film. Um, it, it, it kind of like was receiving good buzz and it was only like when L- Lazby was acting a, a bit of a prat yeah he help himself and it was it, you know it kind of like everyone's kind of like oh you're not doing anymore well, what's the point of seeing this one but then?
2: The, yeah but I mean the other thing you've got to consider is a, a lot of theatres back then would have been like one screen two screens you know yeah. not very much and it was the longest Bond film at the time so you may may be getting into the range of there being fewer screenings You've got one of the most famous actors in the world because of James Bond, admittedly, having left the part and been replaced by this guy who's uh, the the press is going to be struggling to get a handle on because he's sort of only half cooperating. But then the thing that never gets mentioned when you talk about that film and its underperformance is if it's released around Christmas and his wife is shot at the end, you know, it's, yeah. not that, it's not the happiest of endings, but yeah, and it still did fine. But yeah, I, you can see the panic in it because it was a downward tra- trajectory as well. Because uh, "You Only Live Twice" didn't do as well as "Thunderball," and then that film didn't do as well as "You Only Live Twice." So yeah, you can understand it. It's a shame though because I think Peter Hunt's spin on a Bond film is is just beautiful. There it is. (laughs) It just looks so at home. It really does. It, It
0: just looks like a prop, doesn't it?
2: It does. It really does.
0: As, you know, a typical action scene, a fight at a church, <laughs> a last stand, smack down at the monastery. To be, to Ooh, be fair, I mean, like, I know it's been kind of like slow with all the art stuff, but it is pretty, like, last sort of half is like action, action, action.
2: It's a great film. It is, And, yeah. and, and yes, it is. It is, it is like two or three set pieces in a row. Yeah.
0: It's like oh, it's, it's quite plotty the first half. Then it you just goes like right, action scene, action scene.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I had to get that in there. It, it, it's not just that. It's the fact that she's being bankrolled by like uh, a sort of sexually frustrated middle-aged man, and he's bought her a trampoline. <laughs> it's like, like you go and bounce down, up and down on that, and uh, that'd be good for your training. I'll just watch. <sighs> okay.
0: Things I'm pretty sure, you know, like he wouldn't have trouble getting sex from like prostitutes and things like that. So why is he like, oh, really need to shag that ice skater? <laughs>
2: You're suggesting you should give up any sense of self esteem and pay
0: for it. I don't think he's he doesn't strike me as a person who care that great, that greatly about it.
2: Yeah.
0: Unless he's just obsessed with her.
2: So that's our top tip there for sexually frustrated Bond villains. Hookers.
0: <laughs> You're like, why don't you become a pimp?
2: <laughs> Unless of course Mini Driver is available. <laughs>
0: Stand by your
2: man.
1: <laughs> take a hike.
2: At least this film isn't juvenile enough to make a limerick from the word crampon.
0: <laughs> He's gone far, really, isn't he? That's quite a climb. That's like okay, that's, okay. that's that's almost like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible Two.
2: Yeah, this film's better than Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> this is a John Glenn trope, isn't it? What? That. That.
0: Oh, the jump.
2: The, the Yeah, the little jump scare with an animal appearing. You get it in Little La Daylights yeah, as well. Yeah, it not Rocket so Gibraltar. Not the racehorse, the Rocket Gibraltar. <laughs> That does, you don't get a racehorse coming out with a little gap in a stone. That's not you, what I meant. Do you
0: get it not to Pussy as well?
2: I can't remember because I don't do you, really pay that much attention to
0: that. Oh, you, you get the tiger, yeah. don't you? The tiger goes, oh, okay. sit,
3: ta. Yeah. But
0: yeah. And, and the, uh, the fish face in, uh, in Licence.
2: John Glenn doesn't get anywhere near the um, praise and... Recognition, he should.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think he's my favourite of the the directors.
2: Well, when you think you've got License to Kill in your top three, you've got this in your top seven or eight, I forget where it was. Yeah. You've got The Living Daylights in your top five. Yeah. He's got three of about your top seven or eight Bond films.
0: And all the others I kind of enjoy anyway.
2: Yeah, I do think he's very hot and cold because I don't like his second and third ones much at all. I've got some nostalgia for A View to a Kill* just because it was the first one I ever saw in a cinema, so I, I don't dislike it. But he did five films, and I really like three of them, which is a, a pretty good hit rate, but mm. the problem is the two I don't like, I really don't like. Ooh. Oof. Oof. Oof.
0: But, in fairness... He fell the, so hard his rock splintered. The, the the problem the problem with the ones you don't like, the director isn't the issue really. It's no. it's irrelevant. Um,
2: I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced he is. Yeah, I think I think you're kind of right in that A View to a Kill's kind of pretty, and Octopussy has good action sec pieces. I've never denied that. They really look like it's Roger Moore doing it, but. You know the train stuff and all that is really actually well done. I've never thought Octopussy was worthless. I, I never have. I just, I've just never liked it. I struggle with it really badly, and he, he's too old by then. But you've of the five films he did, I think three of them are are, are not just good; they're outstanding. But the eighties wasn't the most fashionable mm. decade, and I don't know. They just don't have the glamour of the sixties films, and so. I don't think he gets the praise he deserves. Plus, he was seen as a company man because he'd been working for Eon since the 60s. So it's like an internal promotion. And It's not like getting a name director in, quote-unquote. So, yeah, there's no doubt John Glenn doesn't get the praise he deserves. And he's made a really confident debut here. And it can't be easy, because as much as Roger Moore was always uh, suggested as, as quite nice to work with, be a little bit intimidating being the man calling the shots when it's his fifth appearance Mm. you know it'd be quite easy to almost disappear inside the job but you know he's really stamped He's, he's very good at visuals but he's more than anything else I think John Glenn's a really good action director on the evidence of what we see And this is really, really tense stuff. Yeah. It's just a shame they've dressed Roger as though he's off to a farmer's market.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know what you expect him to wear, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spandex. But I like the payoff. Like he just like throws like a uh, uses one of those. Um... I don't know what you call it, but use it as a
2: knife. Yeah. I don't know what you do call them, but yeah. No, I wasn't waving you in. I was just wafting away far. So yeah, that's really, really tense. Because you do get a bit lost in the scene. It, mm. You do think any minute he's going to be falling to his death. Yeah. At the moment you think about it, that's not logical at all. But that's
1: so dangerous. Sorry, Becca. It's very dangerous, but then that he does have the worst henchman in history.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. So there's every bomb well,
2: Hang on a minute. The worst henchman in history. This is the uh, this is the series that gave us Elvis in Quantum of Solids. Oh, but Elvis, whose, whose magical power was a wig.
0: Wearing a wig. Yeah. <laughs> was to be unsurprisingly killed off kind of rather pointlessly by, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so immediately... by his boss. It's like, you stay there, why? I don't know, just, so you can just die for no reason. <laughs> yeah.
1: You just stand right there in the middle of that massive explosion.
0: <laughs> and also, wouldn't like, the worst henchman in history be the Stormtroopers? Yeah,
3: you can't I shoot I the
2: boss series, but yeah. <laughs> I love that little uh, sort of meme that came out. What if, what if uh, the Death Star was a stormtrooper? And it's it's basically the bit in in the first one where they're trying to blow up Alderaan and it just continually fucking misses.
0: Quite a style-shocking henchman. Yeah, he's very stylish-looking.
2: know
1: who this hair, do.
2: It's worrying how many films I see lately that remind me of Lamal. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting mentioned more than I Le ever Mal. thought he would in this series. Lamal. Yeah. Hello, Lamal. It's not quite as wild, but it's that era.
0: Hey, girl. <laughs> You're too shy, shy. Why shy, Oh, I just killed him. Oh, he's not dead, actually. Not dead yet. So, I don't know why the, why the point of him, why they've not killed him. Why, why, why? Okay. Why is he not dead? Because they want to put
2: a ball gag on him. And use like, for the
0: game. for the purpose of the story, why is he not just dead?
2: I don't know.
0: Like, I can understand if they need information, but
2: but they don't at this stage. No. <laughs>
3: it's
2: a bit like GTA 4 when you, you you you're playing Nico, right? You're killing people left, right, and centre. And then, like, you'll kill someone and suddenly have a crisis of conscience <laughs> over it. It's like, all the way through this film, he's killed people, no problem at all. And it, now it's like, ah, oh, he's a good guy, he's not killing them off.
0: That's <laughs> me to be doing, honest, I'm not
2: that bothered about this bit now till Gogol turns up. <laughs> <love> Gogol <Google. Google laughs> is totally, what a little trickster. <laughs> The way they're interacting with each other is quite funny. Roger's little waves. He's going to buy an ostrich burger and then go and get, some, then go and get some manure for the farm.
1: <laughs> Who are Mrs.?
2: Oh, when I went to edit Rocky Balboa, Chris's impression of Tony Duke was hilarious because <laughs> it came out really west country oh did it yeah let's start building some hurting bombs <laughs> 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 it's just it's, okay, what the fuck's he doing there
3: <laughs>
0: it's quite a g-lay isn't it well we're wearing g-lays <laughs> apart from Columbus, <laughs> actually wearing a cool leather jacket I must admit yeah
2: He's hoping to get the lead in Dempsey and make peace. (laughs)
0: Dempsey.
1: Especially with that hair.
2: Yeah. Okay, He's totally like... He's off to the disco afterwards. Shh. They're
1: sleeping. But not really. He's awake.
2: Men protesting in Greek.
1: I remember just in Greek. Protest in own language.
0: Columbo ordering in Crete. In,
2: in Crete? He <laughs> just flew to Crete, placed an order, came back. <laughs> sneaky. Mm. You're
3: so
1: sneaky. Ah,
0: yes. It's quite a good set piece, actually. I mean, like, the location. It's
2: quite a good... Uh... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Has it been used before? I'm sure it must have been used somewhere
3: before.
2: I've no idea. I don't know what the proportion of sets to location is on this, either.
0: It's mm. Postman Pat.
2: <laughs> and, uh... Gogol dressed, gesturing him for him to go down. Not not for the first time. <laughs> Lovely view. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's quite fun as a set piece. Just walk up behind them and that's it. <laughs> oof, oof. That's an oof moment.
0: What else Roger's not, not done is um, grab something and then kick someone.
2: Yeah, he probably complained to the director, didn't he? Where, where's the bar I'm, so I can sort of suspend myself from and kick people?
3: <laughs> Oof!
1: <laughs> that was a big moment.
0: That going to be having that bed there. Yeah. He's rock hard. He is a bit.
1: Yeah, don't mess with him.
0: Imagine how ab's that strong, it must be like... Absorb steel. Fruit! <laughs> oh yeah! Yeah, that's him. Ooh, tripped.
2: Some of the decisions in this bit are quite funny. They do have them like, slipping on things and stuff like that. See, that looks like a set to me. Yeah. 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 Some of this is a bit of pine wood about it. I, I, I like
0: how he's demised because he got distracted. <laughs> uh,
2: Goggle's t- making a right meal of landing there, isn't he? He really is. <laughs>
0: Fucking
2: you about look, 200 yards away, half an hour ago.
0: You look. <laughs> looks kind of smug coming down there as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you think he oh, had to finish up. his blowjob before he landed? He almost shuts the door
0: on that other blokes face. Aha, uh-huh, too late. But you know.
2: I'm glad I bought this thing now.
0: <laughs> yeah, she never actually fires anymore, does she? Oh no, yeah, she did fired at that one guy. Mm. Be, do, per- do be prepared to do too
1: good
3: Good shot.
0: alright she's probably feeling a bit miffed now I was like
2: fucking hell Um, yeah don't don't tell do not say who that guy is to her because she'll be fucking furious (laughs) oh no whoops I'm glad we you know scouse it all the way just to be sure
0: just to make sure it does the Fisher Fisher Price uh, till has been destroyed I know Fisher Price I know that shitty Ingrid and Roger does. You
2: yeah. don't have it? I don't, I don't have, have it.
0: it. No,
1: I don't have it. You don't have it? But well, they don't.
2: And now we're both going to have sex. Just <laughs> not with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Although, they can be beautiful. Why not? <laughs> he takes it so well. He's just like, alright
0: then. I'm he's, he's so tall, he. What, Goggle? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think you see that. Well, you see it from Russia with love. But having said that, Lottie Lenya was tiny.
1: Yeah, she was quite petite in real life, wasn't she?
2: Yeah, I don't even think she was five foot. Sit in
1: your handbag. Oh, yours only, darling.
0: That's so cheesy. (laughs) We are getting to like the worst part of the film now.
2: Oh, definitely. But it's just how many films in a row now? I think I said head of state at the time. The British Prime Minister's not our head of state. But you're patching Bond through to somebody really important and you're not checking what he's up to.
1: <laughs> That's the whole point of it,
2: though. And the it? thing is, once I could understand...
1: They should but, know that generally... He I mean, he basically, the in the, the previous
2: film, he fucked live on camera to the White House. <laughs> the previous film... He fucked in front of like the major people in MI five or MI six, sorry. Uh, the previous film he fucked whilst on the phone to end. You think by now they might think when he finishes a mission he <laughs> tends to get late.
0: It's like, should we just keep it keep the call private for that first and yeah. then go to the <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: yeah, ring him up. If he's available, we'll ask him whether he's free to be patched through to the Prime Minister who's cooking faggots <laughs> or something. Again, to our American listeners, totally different meaning.
0: Yeah, it's like a like, well, fag and cigarette, isn't it? As well. Yeah, but
2: faggots are a thing. Yeah, maybe. I know. Um, I didn't realise Janet Brown was dead. I didn't, I didn't oh. find that out the other day. Died it's five or six years ago. I didn't know that. You idiot. Yeah, exactly! He
3: is a
0: <laughs>
2: fucking idiot! Bond, you, you, that you isn't Bond! What makes think that's
0: Bond? Since when's he been that high-pitched?
2: <laughs> it's Roger Moore! How can you think that? I don't know, I care! <laughs> hello, I'm Roger Moore. What's your... <laughs> yeah, we'll he really here. speaks
3: like this, hello! <laughs>
2: Hello. What's your naval rank? Like, I'm James know. Bond!
1: <laughs> i a commander, did you know?
2: John, I didn't know this. I, I've never noticed that was John Wells as Dennis.
1: No, I was,
2: how about I'm that? made up. It doesn't look like him. He looks like Dennis, funnily enough. I can't sing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Kept that quiet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I won't be on going on Brinkley Got Talent, sadly.
2: So yeah, that was for eyes only. Right. No, no, no one who goes on it's got any fucking talent. You wouldn't have any problem. <laughs> oh.
0: So yeah, that was for your eyes only. My partner.
1: It was indeed. Probably, yes, for your was, ears so. only. For your ears only, folks. For your ears
2: is, and your eyes. Difficult to know where to pitch this. He's just died today, but this we hope this podcast will be listened to at different times in the future and we didn't want to do anything too sombre. We didn't want to do anything too flippant either.
1: No, not too. It, um, it's too just really.
2: It's just yeah. Uh, you know. But you know, had there been any major critiques of Roger in this film, particularly, which really there aren't, um, you got to sort of be true to yourself and say what they are. But as this film is so good, I've got no major issues with it at all.
1: No, I mean it's obviously score is a bit contentious but i say i'm coming around to it slowly but roger moore um, didn't write that well no i'm it's not wrong with like, his performance what it's just it? other things that are extraneous to that yeah. um but otherwise yeah i think it's probably most i, I was gonna say mature but i don't mean that, that His other performances are immature if you see what i mean it's more kind of sort of filming in the style of Fleming.
2: hang on a minute um, an octopus he zooms in on tits yes his other performances are fairly <laughs> immature <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I didn't mean that like in a, in a, in, a sort of, in a silly way that you know he acts in a sort of silly.
2: James thing, Bond will return eat the monkey pussy. Mm.
0: <laughs>
2: really? Well, there you go.
0: That was for your eyes only. Uh yeah, I quite I've quite enjoyed that. I quite enjoyed watching it again. I did, I did I.
2: Did, I. Yeah, me too. Uh, it is one of those I can now sort of watch any any time really. It's it's very like something like The Living Daylights to me. They're both films I really like. Um, there's films I like more, but not films I like wildly more. It is in the top tier of of Roger. Uh, well, Bond films generally, but it's certainly mm. for me the best Roger Moore film. I appreciate that's not a majority view. I think, I think if you put it to the vote across most fans, the Spy would win. Um, but for your eyes only, I just think is just the best story, best performance, best most things but it's not as iconic as some of the other films.
0: Yeah, a few people are say, oh, that's the boring Roger Moore film. Which I can understand their, their view in it, but it's, yeah. it's just... It's compared to his other stuff, so I think if you generally like Roger for being like a bit more like uh, si- silly and wacky and, and, and that, then this would be well, like if a this bit...
2: Well, if this is a course correction from Moonraker, if you love Moonraker, you might resent a course correction. Yeah. You know what I mean? and And I and sort of... I think that, as well, a lot of our love for these films, particularly our generation, is born of the fact that when we were very young, Roger Moore was James Bond. Or uh, a lot of the films in your case, Chrissy, you were just sort of missing him as Bond, but mm. it was dominating the TV schedules. His Bonds were just old enough that they had the TV rights to, but new enough that it was still had some cachet in showing them. So they would have dominated the viewings, uh, the, the screening, sorry, on ITV at the time. Because For Your Eyes Only is not a, as easy a watch when you're a kid as The Spy Who Love Me or Moonraker, where you've got, you know, jaws in both of them with the big teeth and even The Man With The Golden Gun with a little knick-knack and things like that. I, I think that you can quite often get to adulthood without the same fondness for this film that you might have for other ones, regardless of its objective quality. So, I mean, I certainly didn't get to adulthood with, with this as one of my favourites. It's grown on me as an adult, so I can kind of see why it's ended up where where it is in people's affections. Um, but I honestly think it's comfortably better than anything else he did. But that's just my opinion. I know some people feel differently.
1: Yeah, I think it's so popular. to think it kind of has that kind of pull well, because, as you, you know, as you mentioned earlier, there are so so many similarities to Majesties. Or do you think it's just coincidence?
2: uh I think Majesty's is a lot of things I think Majesty's I'm genuinely beguiled by sort of his relationship with Tracy um, but I love the visuals and I do like the visuals in this one um, I don't know in, in, in all honesty because I do think the most logical double bill with Honor Majesty's Secret Service is this one mm. and given it's my favorite there might be something in that. But there's there's nothing to really the love story in this. It's not an all-time classic villain or anything. I just think it's a wonderful Roger Moore performance and a properly told story. After a, a couple of films that just descended into more and more arsing around, which is fine if it's funny, but most of the time it wasn't. Um, I yeah, I just I just think this is way better than anything else he did.
0: Uh, it's it's kind of a bit conflicting. You think part you think it's like well. He should have probably bowed out after Moonraker and let someone else take over. It was like perfect. That's of. the funny
2: thing. He arguably shouldn't be here to do this one. Yeah. But we got the best from him. Um, what would he have been at this point? He's born in 27, but he's fairly late in the year. So he'd have been about 53 when this came out. So, yeah, d- definitely getting too old for it. But, I mean, he aged well. It doesn't negate the fact he's too old. But, you know, certainly in his early performances, it was really difficult to believe he was, like, 45, 47, 49. It was only in the last couple that you were really like, now this is getting too much now.
0: Yeah, I think it's from, you say from Octopussy now, it's like, yeah, okay.
2: I mean, I think you could argue earlier than that, but certainly by Octopussy, it's like, yeah, there's not really much defence now.
0: I think this would have probably been a good one to go out on and let someone else take, take over and, like, in the kind of similar direction yeah I mean
2: we could we could have had um, would Dalton. have been nice to have Tim Tim from 83 yeah definitely because then even if you'd had the sort of interregnum we did have Dalton would have got uh, Moore would have got four or five films Dalton would have got four and I think that's probably a better mix of what I would mm-hmm. like um, but he gave us this film and I, I mean I really like Live and Let Die as well so yeah there's certainly there's certainly Roger Moore stuff that I do like So, that is our tribute to the late Roger Moore. We lost him today, um, very hard. It's the first uh, James Bond to, to die from the main series, from the main six as it is at the time of recording. Um, he was the oldest, so I guess it wasn't that much of a shock, but none of us knew he was ill. Mm. So, yeah, he will be I missed. He
1: kept working until recently as well, didn't he? So. Yeah, yeah we, we,
2: we, we, we know people on Facebook who've seen him live in the last six months. I saw him about 18 months ago uh, when he came down this way. I'd have seen him again had he come down this way last time, but he didn't. He he concentrated more on the north of England this time. Um, But he was a wonderful storyteller, uh, an extremely nice man. And what's great about having had Roger Moore as James Bond, whether you like him as James Bond or not, is that there's nobody else, really, when they did the 50th anniversary there was nobody else who was going to put that time to promoting it no. you know he went round the country with like the box set and everything you know the bond 50 box set and promoting the series where well, you can't get Sean Connery to do anything it's arguably not appropriate to get lazenby because if you're selling a box set with 22 23 films in it why would you get the guy who played it once and that was decades before i think it was probably too close to pierce's reign for pierce to want to get involved in it and he's a very busy actor anyway so in some respects, Roger Moore sort of carried the load for, for the sort of classic Bonds into sort of modern times. And I don't imagine he was getting a vast amount of money for it. I think there was just a goodwill towards the part. and He clearly loved playing the character.
0: I, th- I just think, like, what a life he's lived as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, like... uh, it, it, it's sad to lose him, partly because he was so vibrant till recently. You know, he was still... I mean, I could tell when I went to see him he wasn't moving as well as maybe once he did. And the other thing I noticed is when it went to audience Q&A, his hearing was seriously failing. Um, Probably why he always works with the same presenter because they Mm -hmm. they know how to talk to each other and make sure he's been heard and, and everything else. But because he was still... He still had an incredibly sharp memory and a lot of older people I've known towards the end of their lives have had failing memories. Um... You know, he was still remembering all these stories and, and, you know, he'd occasionally be asked a question and and it would spark a story. And you think, well, you don't get asked that every night. So that is a genuine memory that's just occurred to you. So I think that's what makes it more of a shock. If you look at it, I mean, it would be less of a shock if it was Connery because Connery looks frail. But if you look at his age, he's five months, his birthday is three days after mine. He's five months shy of 90, that ain't too bad. And for most of that time, he's been a sizeable star. He's lived in wonderful locations, he's been well off, he's been welcomed around the world, and he's produced films that people will carry on loving, largely because they're in the Bond franchise, but he will always be part of the history of this series. And so he will be in every box set that's sold, if it's the whole series. He will be in um, sort of compilations and montages from the series, and advertisements for the box set, and so on. Um, he will always be a major name, as long certainly as long as the Bond series is.
0: And also, he's actually some people's favourite. I mean, as much as like the popular opinion is Connery, Connery's the best.
2: For it's for, an entirely for, defensive for, point of view. For, for well, many I'll people,
0: pers- it's their personal favourite is Roger. So which is a perfectly defensible
2: yeah. view because he has such a unique take on the character it's a much easier point of view to defend than say Brosnan
0: yeah
2: and I'm not using this to bash Brosnan but when he came along it was such a fresh take on it he had something new to do with the character he found his own interpretation of it
0: I, I think that's what you found we found as well by doing this podcast as well you know we asked by the time we got to Roger, it was like, oh, you know, finally, a breath of fresh air. Or oh, I mean, when he stepped on the scene. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, Diamonds Are Forever was not a fun film to watch. <laughs> no. people, people talk about, oh, it's very like uh, a Roger Moore Bond film. Well, Roger Moore Bond films were never th- that sort of misanthropic. And they ugly were looking. Never that, they were never that drab. Um, so, yeah, by the time he came along in Live and Let Die, it was like, thank goodness for that. <laughs> And he was, very, he was very good in his first couple. They started tailoring it more to him, which probably made him more comfortable in the role, but it was actually less what I wanted. But yeah, he had his own take on it, and I, you've got to be really respectful of that because he, the two real iconic portrayals of the role are him and Connery.
0: Definitely. I mean, it's only, I mean, I don't really sort of... As much as Daniel Craig is light, I don't think he's as iconic
2: very difficult to be now obviously because you're a smaller part of an ever-increasing series let's see where we are 10-15 years down the line I guess I think Cena yeah, just yet, I would say uh, like it or hate it I do think Skyfall gets talked about enough that it will be considered one of the sort of named Bond films if you like Um let's see let's see down the line but at the moment if the series stopped this minute he's one of the two iconic Bonds
0: definitely definitely well you know rest well... in
2: peace good sir
0: Rest in peace, Roger. Well, You'll you be will missed. be missed. Yeah. Uh, said it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, very sad news, but um, huge, huge amount of respect and just what what a, a life. affection. What a life. Yeah, definitely. What an achievement as well. What what like the amount of stuff this guy's done. We'd all dream to do like a, a fifth as much. You know you know. So it's. I yeah. think
2: also Daniel Craig would tell you it's not easy to be in the public eye for this long no, in this role. Not. You know the, how different it was in the seventies and eighties. I don't know, but we still had the gutter press then. Um, and yeah, to be twelve years in one of the most famous parts there's ever been, if not the most famous, not necessarily the most successful, but certainly possibly the most famous. That you know, and to finish it in such good humour about the whole experience. So, is a great testament to the man
1: yeah some achievement i think
2: okay that's it for tonight i think folks what's next um
0: well creed (laughs) We're gonna finish off rocky
2: (laughs) okay so we've got to finish off rocky that'll be out um probably by the weekend after this show or we'll get this edited as soon as we can um obviously we normally put the commentaries between series but different circumstances tonight folks
0: Yes, this is a kind of one off special. Yeah, I think we feel like we kind of have to, don't we? You know, it's it's yeah, understandable it's why. It's an exception. Yeah. Um, okay.
2: So that's good night from me. It's good night it. from
0: him. <laughs> and it's good night from them. I think that works, on not it?
3: Uh, <laughs> good night. Good night.